This show is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find the other great shows on the network, head over to the Deluxe Edition Network.com. Bev's Video Kingdom is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Bev's Video Kingdom is brought to you by Peltzer's Personal Panty Pet. You, sir, you look like the kind of guy that could use a little help finding that perfect gift for the woman back home, am I right? That's what I thought. Well, step right up because this is your lucky day. What I have here is the answer to all your holiday shopping woes. Peltzer's Personal Panty Pet, this little gizmo is exactly what your lady needs to get her through those lonely times. That's right, I'm talking about college bowl season, and even through the NFL playoffs. Peltzer's personal panty pet, or quad P for short, or let's just call it the queep, is discreet, (laughs) comfortable, and guaranteed to handle any and all womanly needs. How does it work, you ask? Well, let me show you. Your beloved slips the queep right down next to her no-no parts, and she won't even know it's there. Until she wants to. Then she takes this handy-dandy remote control, pushes this button here, and... Boy, howdy, she gonna love that. But wait, there's more. Hit that red button right there and... Aw, yeah. Joy to the world. But the queep doesn't stop there. Not only does it provide netherly satisfaction, it has practical functionality as well. Your lady couldn't get to the salon today? Hit this button. She got Brazil'd hoo-ha. Get that girl to an island because she'll Jamaica you crazy with her waxed out wooget. Things getting a little musty down there? Hit this button. Insta douche. <laughs> Look, I could spend all day showing you all the amazing things this little thing can do, but that would be a waste of your time, my time, and most importantly, your lady's time. Because she needs to get this doohickey over her yaya ASAP. So what do you say? Peltzer's personal panty pet. The perfect product for your partner's perfect pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. And that'll be available on all the BBK socials for uh, the nice price of sixty nine sixty nine. <laughs> Well, it was fun doing the pot with you guys. I guess we'll just be canceled from here on out. What is up, BVK Podcast? You are listening to Bev's Video Kingdom, where we make the logical illogical. <laughs> How you guys doing? This is, is that Brad. Our, is that our new we slogan? We make the logical illogical? <laughs> Jesus. Are we doing Star Trek or something? I thought we were doing Did you guys not watch the fucking movie? The logical illogical? That's is that like part of the show? Peltzer's tagline. He says, like, <laughs> something, crazy products for a crazy world or whatever. Wondrous products for a wonderful world. I make the logical ill. I make the illogical logical. I must have missed that part. He says like four fucking times in the movie. Is that for like the creature that he sells that goes in your panties? I think so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh man, that's that's what makes things illogical. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, All right. Yeah. Hey, this is Brad. We are the BVK podcast, and we are talking about the movie Gremlins, which I hope uh, my my partners here have watched. 
So uh, we are we are a three crew three person crew tonight. You Crap. just made me question whether I'd watched it or not just now. You were like, you haven't watched it. I was like, I thought I did. What did I watch? <laughs> I mean, I, t- I took notes, but I must have not jotted that part down. But it makes sense now that you say it. I kind of remember that. Hi, I'm Scotch Beck. I'm here too. Hey, hey, I'm Zach. Nate's not here. Fuck him. Still doing undercover work. Yeah, half half on half assed undercover work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we've got a trio here, and we're going to focus on movies. And folks, did you guys know what mm, time it is? I think I know what's coming. Oh. Mm. Oh, my Lord. It's Christmas time on the BVK podcast. It is Christmas, y'all. How you guys doing? You guys ready for Christmas? When is Christmas? Does Christmas officially start, like, the day after Thanksgiving? Is that what you guys, is that how you guys roll? That's kind of how I, I've always mentally prepared for it like i don't like to do any christmas shit before thanksgiving i don't really? watch christmas movies before thanksgiving really yeah no i just can't i don't I, I just i don't know it's weird it doesn't feel like christmas yet to me we had people over for thanksgiving and we had like the full christmas tree up like all oh, the de- all the decorations <laughs> <laughs> well no it's nice this year because because thanksgiving is a little bit early so you get that extra time for yeah. christmas and like we're, yeah we're the same way after thanksgiving the music can start I'll put the lights up. We get we get our tree usually the day after Thanksgiving. So well, this is the first year it actually kind of felt like Christmas around Thanksgiving. We actually had a cold Thanksgiving, cold like as a rain, hell. rain and shit. So it actually this of all years, okay, I could see the argument. Like let's start a little earlier. Dude, I saw some pictures from last Thanksgiving. I had shorts on. Yeah, it was it was crazy. Yeah, but you're one of those weirdos that wears shorts when it's super cold though. No, no, no. It was hella warm. Like it was like <laughs> it was like close to eighty. Like it was it was something stupid. I remember. All right, so we are now in the Christmas season, and and BVK last year we uh, we did four Christmas movies. We we brought a lot of Christmas uh, spirit to y'all, but this year we said that's a lot of Christmas. That's that's just <laughs> too much Christmas. Way too much Christmas. So we had to kind of audible a little bit, and uh, for all you loyal BVK listeners, I just want to just brace you ahead of time. This episode is Gremlins, and uh, next week. There will not be a draft episode. I'm so sorry for y'all. We're taking a break from the draft, but we will be bringing you another Christmas miracle, um, and that's going to be four Christmases. So you've got two full movie episodes here for the uh, the Christmas spirit. And maybe uh, we do maybe we do a mini one round draft right now. Are you ready? Like, okay. a, like a speed draft. Speed you ready? Yeah, I got first. This pick. is you not. Ready? This is not. You, you, you get first pick. <laughs> I got first pick. Ready? Wait. So what's the order? Best. It's me, Scott, Brad. Okay, and I'm okay. judging. One round. <laughs> me, Scott, Brad, and you're judging yourself. Best. <laughs> I'm. Ve- I'm just curious. Okay. Best Thanksgiving like food, out of the maybe five or six like main Thanksgiving staples. I think I'm gonna get my third pick. Here we go. I love it. What do you got? I am going hard. On mashed potatoes and gravy. God, I fucking love mashed potatoes and gravy so much. It's probably the fav- my favorite thing about the holiday season <sighs> is just delicious yeah. salty gravy all over mashed potatoes. God okay. damn, it's good. You stole my number one. Scotch, come on. I'm, go- I'm going stuffing. Gotta go stuffing. Okay, yeah. yeah. Stuff- okay. I, with or without. Okay, two questions. Stuffing with gravy on top. I pour gravy over the whole fucking pot. Okay, me too. Second question. Stuffing. Out of the actual bird or cooked in a separate pan never actually goes inside the bird? It's a great question because my, my mom, who usually is in charge of it, she does both. Okay. And I don't discriminate and I don't care. You eat both. A quick, quick stuffing story, if we don't mind. I'll give, I love it. This is, what I'm, this is what I'm after. So, so <laughs> my, first, my first semester living away at college, I went to Fresno State, first time living on my own, out of the house, realized 
hey, I'm going to shop for myself. I'm going to buy for myself. I can eat whatever the fuck I want. And I buy a box of stovetop stuffing. I cook the entire box, the entire thing <laughs> for myself. This is like July. And and put all of it on my plate. And that was my dinner. It was this giant <laughs> plate of stovetop stuffing. Right, I'm a, not only am I a fucking chef, I'm also a fucking genius. <laughs> <laughs> you Carbo, yourself two pats load. on the back, two pats on the back right there, and, and that explains the four X large T-shirts. <laughs> oh, see, stuffing. I have such a love hate with stuffing because, and and this is hilarious with my family. Um, my my, I will say, my grandma used to make a cool like sausage stuffing that was pretty damn good, dude. That's the shit, dude. Like, yeah, like the like just really a lot of spice to it and stuff. Um, but if that's not there and available. My family really digs just straight up stovetop. Yeah. Like really. It, and 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 it's our, our last Thanksgiving that we go to because we usually have to go to a few houses. They always have the stovetop. And I'm like, I'm all for it. Like, because sometimes regular stuffing, if it's runny or it's kind of mushy, it's just not mm-hmm. my jam. So that's why I don't like it in the bird. I like the yeah. I like it cooked outside of the bird with sausage in it. Gotta have some texture, yeah. yeah. Okay, what's your pick? All right. So my pick, uh, you know what? I'm gonna go off the reservation here and and I'm gonna go ahead and take the uh the pumpkin pie. Oh, wow. oh, it's going to dessert. Oh, wow. That's a gross, gross pet. I love pumpkin pie with a nice little just dollop of whipped cream across the top. You're good to go. And it's something you're not going to eat otherwise. It's the only time of year I ever eat it. Are you ready for my uh, for my for my pie story? Oh, sure. So my wife, so my wife baked. <laughs> uh, way up the my wife baked it. an apple pie and a pumpkin pie. We were having Thanksgiving at our house. First time we we're having the whole family at our house for Thanksgiving. Night before, she bakes the apple pie, pumpkin pie. A lot of baking, a lot of stuff getting ready, a lot of drinking. We drank a bunch, and we both fell asleep. Pies are on the counter. We get up the next morning. The cats have eaten (laughs) half of the pumpkin pie. pie. They've eaten. Yeah, they (laughs) fucked the pie. (laughs) We got up. It just had all sorts of cat jizz all over it. It's got a a cat butt butt print on it. No, they fucking, they fucking ate half the pumpkin pie, dude. And we were like, what the fuck? And we were like, look, she's like, are the cats going to die looking it up? No, pumpkin's really good for cats, apparently. <laughs> no, well, that's why they ate half. Yeah. They're like, fuck yeah, we don't get this very often. Did it at least give them the shit so they learned a lesson? Or I don't no? know, dude. We have the automatic cat fucking, uh, the automatic cat box, so uh, I don't see their poos. You know your cats were just flipping off the dogs as they were eating, too. They, they were, were just like, for sure. fuck you guys, look at what we could do. While we they were Fucking the, the pie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so warm and good. You dogs are missing out. <laughs> oh, well, everybody's going to be listening to this thinking like we definitely recorded this like the day after Thanksgiving. <laughs> and, I, and I will I will actually tell you we are well into December right now and yet we're reminiscing a little bit on our Thanksgiving uh, holidays. I got to Scott's house earlier and I was like, man, I got to poop. And I went in there and was, I was doing a number two and I was like, man, it would be fun if we did like a one round quick draft. So we're going to have to think of another category to do during uh, during one of the one of the next pods. All right. I, I like, like that. I like that. So, all right. So we are talking the movie Gremlins. Uh, this is a 1984 classic. It is directed by a guy named Joe Dante, who has done quite a few things that you've probably heard of. And it was written by Christopher Columbus. Chris yep. Columbus, the... Uh, oh, the uh, fucking... The guy from Home Alone? Oh, yeah. No, the explorer. No. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Spanish conquistador? Um, <laughs> the first two Harry Potter movies, I believe. Um, he's done a lot of shit. He's so. done a lot. Yeah, so this is, uh, uh, and Spielberg's involved as an executive producer as well as Catherine uh, Kennedy. Mm-hmm. And 
Am- Amblin Entertainment, right? Was yeah, it's an Amblin yeah. thing. So it's it's got a lot of. Uh, Is that the ET logo? Yeah. Okay. Yes, sir. So uh, a budget of eleven million dollars. Gross worldwide, hundred and sixty million. It did well. That's, Jesus, that's what you got because I f- I had another number written down here. I got two twelve, unless I looked up at, at a somewhere else. Okay, it's wrong, but um, I'll Google it right now. Just hey, to make give sure. him an extra. No, 50 no, no, million. it's fine. I, I, we, we believe you. It made a shit. Ton e- of either, money. either way. Well, it's crazy that this was eleven million as a budget. Yeah. That that seems low. Right? With I mean, you'd think Phoebe Cates would get $11 million just on her own. <laughs> like, we know what you did in your last movie. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, this is a uh, a holiday movie. It is a it is a Christmas movie. And it is also a uh, semi-scary adventures, kind of into a little bit of horror, but not so much. It's, a, it's kind of a, a weird hybrid movie. And uh, I just want to hear your guys' thoughts. Like, when was the last time you watched it? Like, did you remember a lot of it? So, Zach, what do you got? So, I have fond memories of of Gremlins. I, I I remember watching this movie many times. I watched it maybe only like three or four years ago, probably. And uh, you know, I always my thing about Gremlins is I always have to talk about Phoebe Cates' monologue because it's just the most ridiculous, out of place, fucking weird shit that's <laughs> we, we ever sh- been placed. In we should spend some time on that. Yeah, we we, we, like we that. will talk about it at length. But uh, I mean, besides that, so I, I and I and I remember thinking like, oh, this is going to be great for the kids. So I, I know my boys. I got ten and twelve year olds. I know that they've that they've watched it several times and dug it. And so I have a six year old daughter, and I'm telling my wife in the kitchen, I'm like we're going to watch gremlins tonight. Uh, you know, let's let Isla watch it with us. And she's like, she's going to fucking hate it. Are you kidding me? And I'm like, no, she's not. Gizmo's super cute. Like she's going to freaking love it, dude. So my wife goes, she's not going to make it halfway through the movie. And so like literally the moment that anything at all happens, even the music, just getting the tiniest bit, like, like a tiniest bit scary. She ran out of the room and didn't didn't watch the rest of it, but she did admit later on when when pressed, Gizmo was very cute. Now, Scotch Beck's uh, text warning, or was this previous to that or after that? Well, she 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 was out of the room. Scott sent the the text warning like a week after we had already watched it. Oh. But uh, <laughs> okay, but, but you, my boys, forgot about that. I'm part? pretty sure. You know, this is sad to say. I'm pretty. Well, I know my oldest son's not not doesn't believe in Santa because. So this is what happened. Scott sent a text out to everybody and was like, "Hey." Just so you guys know, if you watch this with your little kids, there's a definite Phoebe Cates at the end says, ever monologue says, and that's how I knew that Santa wasn't real. Plunk your ears, young. Oh, damn. I was trying to try to warn our younger listeners. But. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, well. Well, I, I think they were scared <laughs> off by my commercial at the beginning of this. <laughs> What are you talking about? It's like the little twelve-year-old kid called over like like seven more friends. It's like, dude, you gotta hear this. What? And actually, now that I think of it, our other Christmas movie spoils uh, Santa Claus's Bo- existence. It does. Also, I thought about that. <laughs> I watched the other day. We, we chose a yeah, a couple of movies that just try to spoil Santa, and, and I know my daughters watched both of them. So, so I guess this time when I watched it, man. It's rough. It's a rough watch for yeah. me. It's 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 very it's surprising to me that it costs eleven million dollars because there's parts of this movie that look like they were filmed with a fucking soda can. Uh, it's it's kind of bad. Some of it's really bad. The acting is not good. Who's the main actor? That's Zach Galligan. He's terrible. He's awful. And I that, do it, not like. Yeah, him. I, th- I thought <laughs> when he was on on the screen at the beginning, I was like, who is this guy? And how come he didn't do more? And then about halfway <laughs> then he started through, acting. I was like, 
That's why he didn't do more. Yeah. Like he has no reaction like to some of the scary stuff. That, Very like, he flat. Should be freaking yes. out. Yeah. One one of the things I read is that <laughs> the director was getting so fucking pissed because he would he would just be in in shots or no, it was the the director of photography. He was getting mad. He's like, dude, I'm he's in the shot. And he just has his mouth open when he's not like, he's like, you can't do that. You can't he's just have your mouth, mouth open. <laughs> like he's just sitting there like, uh. <laughs> so he's like, dude, he has to be closing his mouth when he's not like talking. Cause if we have to do any, like, you know, if we have to redub or anything like that, you can't have his mouth open. I mean, honestly, uh, I don't know who the actress is and Brad's going to tell me right now, but whoever the actress that plays the mom is my favorite character in the entire movie. It's Frances Lee McCain. I really, I really dig her. I really, I really dig certain parts, but as a whole, doesn't hold up as well as, well as I yeah. remember it holding up, and I really didn't watch it that long ago. What do you think, Scotty? Well, this is definitely this was something I saw when in the theater when it came out. I was excited. I think I was ten years old at the time. It's like a big deal, right? Especially yeah. at ten years old, like that's a big fucking deal. Dude, exactly. And and you know, I didn't know if it because again, I didn't really like scary movies when I was a kid. I was gonna say, but did it scare Scott back. So yeah, so. <laughs> It, you know, I mean, Gizmo was the was the draw. I mean, because the the marketing campaign behind this thing was incredible. Right. It was, Gizmo was everywhere. This cute little fuzzy. First of all, it's Baby Yoda with hair. Let's be honest. Ooh, Baby Yoda. They they stole Gizmo. What's book. what's Brad? What's what's Baby Yoda's name? Grogu. Grogu. So they even kind of went gremlin-y with the, with the Baby Yoda That's name, what I'm, too. I don't know. That's all I'm saying. That's interesting. But uh, yeah, so I was all about it. Couldn't wait to see it. And I, I, I remember just absolutely loving it as a kid. And, um, you know, I don't know if I got any Gremlins toys or anything, but I know I had like Gremlins cups and all that shit because I wanted it. Um, you know, it, it was definitely, there were some jump scares because, you know, jump scares get me. And I specifically, like, as I was watching it this time, I was like, oh, I remember this one. Like, <laughs> I, 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 so I could brace myself this time because I remembered it so vividly. The, 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 the one that <laughs> fucked me up the most, I think, out of all of them, because there's one where he's uh, um, in the like towards the end. He's in the in the super in the uh, the where the sporting goods place or, or whatever. And there's all those TVs. When oh, the sporting yeah. goods place, the whatever the store is called. And then all of a sudden he pops up on the screen. You know, that freaked me out as a kid. But the one that scared me the most was when he's in the nurse's office after he finds the teacher dead right, and he leans up against the cu cupboard and he pops out of the cupboard. That fucked me up. Cause I just, I, I think I'd kind of relaxed a little bit. Cause you know, like where, where'd it go? Okay. It escaped through the vent and all of a sudden he leans his head back. Well, he's leaning back cause yeah. he's kind of relaxing yeah, too. And exactly. you're like, okay, he's going to take a breath right now. What about the bones at the end? The, the, the little, oh, that, that, there was a jump scare at the end where jump, it jumps out. Yeah. That was kind of predictable too, but I'm sure that freaked me out as a kid. And, <laughs> or like when, when the mom backed into the Christmas tree and like a yeah. stripe was in there waiting for her. So yeah, it, it was definitely a special movie as a kid. And like you said, I enjoyed the watch, but I definitely was critical of it. The acting yeah. wasn't great. Um, a lot of the, the over the top stuff, stuff was just too much in certain parts, but I actually really respected the practical effects. Oh yeah. Some and, of them. And, and yeah. all that shit. Because it's like, dude, I think this is better because it's not CGI, you know? And apparently they're making a gremlins three. I don't know if that's actually going to happen, but it's listed on IMDb and that's going to be all CGI. I know it. And it's just like, is it going to have the same type of, I, I heard that the, he, they, they, Chris Columbus, I think is involved and said that there's not going to be CGI. That would be great. That's well, see, a good call. There's a there's a happy medium between practical effects and CGI where you can just use the CGI just to make the practical effects just a tiny bit better. 
Yeah. Right. And it works really well in certain stuff. And I think that could work good for a Gremlin sequel for sure. Um, because there, there's a couple of parts in like the bar when like some of them are spinning around and you can tell it's just like there's they're on a stick and it's just right. spinning around. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like a dark ride, like at Disneyland. You can't something. look too hard into the background, exactly oh, like yeah. a right. Disneyland ride. You can't yeah. look too hard totally. at the background. And, and, and at this age now, I'm looking for that. Like when I was a kid, I was probably like, oh, fuck, these guys are partying. So, um, I I hadn't seen <laughs> These it. Guys, Bart. <laughs> I hadn't seen it until last year, and I was like, okay, my kids have not seen Gremlins. I hadn't. I, I'm sorry, I had not seen it since I was a kid right. until last year, and so I was like, my kids have never seen Gremlins. We got to watch it, and I threw it on, and I was like, okay, I, 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 there's so many beats that I remember, but then there was so many parts that I kind of forgot. Like I forgot how many like just crazy assholes there are in this movie. Like as far as like old people and just people that are absolute jerks. Well, how about Judge Reinhold? I didn't even know he was in this movie. <laughs> I don't remember him at all. He's just the, the he's just, douche. He's, he's a total douche doing all that creepy <laughs> shit with Phoebe Cates. And then, then he just disappears. Yeah. And which sucks because I kind of wanted to see the creepy guy. See him get killed, get right? Some sort of, yeah. But he just disappears from the movie. Like what happened with that? Like that, that was a pretty important character early on. So he just disappeared. They had a whole nother part of the script where he was going to kind of join up in like the reluctant like. Oh, I'm your enemy, but I'm going to help you. And like, was, they were going to go like fighting uh, gremlins together and then uh -huh. decided to they cut it, cut that instead. It's just, uh, but then they decided to leave the beginning, the, like his, his beginning yeah. in that's establishing the part that him. Kills me. And then it's it's like, dude, what are we doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there, there's just a few things I want to talk about in the movie that there's just scenes that as I, I was rewatching today and I was just looking at, they just make me laugh. Like, um, the bank lady, she's a total bitch, like the the, the mean old lady, and she mm -hmm. of course gets her comeuppance. But when she's like yelling at the the deadbeat mom with like the two little kids, and it's like, hey, we just got our jobs, but we don't get paid for two weeks and stuff. And the little kids are coughing, and they're supposed to look pathetic. But when you like look at them, they're like, she's got like this nice, like permed hair or whatever. Not even permed. It's like just kind of like a wavy, like I don't even know what you call that, like a blowout right. or whatever. She looks all done up, and I'm like bitch quit spending money on your hair like <laughs> feed your kids and get them to the fucking doctor because like you look way too good like if you're saying like we're homeless and dirty right. like <laughs> yeah they should they should have so, so you understand the the bank lady you're like I'm i like, get yeah. it i get where she she's was coming like, from she's like right. fuck you woman like take care of your kids right <laughs> <laughs> and then um we're, we can get to the rules later um but immediately everybody sucks at the rules. Like it's just, I mean, we could talk about the rules in, in, in depth a little bit later, but I just want to say that just from the get go, the dad's standing there. And I, I watched this particularly today, the dad's sitting there when he first gives gizmo and, and mom's going to take a picture and he's just watching her get the camera out, <laughs> watching her, like get ready to take the picture. She's like posing him. Okay. Pose. And then after she does it and it freaks out, oh, yeah, there's some rules I got to tell you. Right. <laughs> Just like, what the fuck's going on here? Like, dude, you should have explained it. Like, hey, this yeah. guy said there are some important rules. He didn't want to sell it to me because there's so many crazy rules, but make sure you follow these things. He's just like, oh, fuck. Whoops, forgot that one. <laughs> <laughs> Something else that I, I wanted to bring up real quick was I didn't realize this movie was partly responsible, this and I guess Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom, for yeah. The PG-13 rating. That really? is correct. After this was released, um, people were kind of saying, this is not a PG movie. This shit's scary, and my kids are freaked out, and they, you told the kids they don't. there's no Santa anymore. <laughs> so there's an uprising, and apparently, uh, because of this in Temple of Doom, uh, they Steven Spielberg talked to the, the ratings board and says, we need a, a second So wait a minute, tier. so wait a minute, wait a minute. So you're telling me that Temple of Doom was rated PG? 
Yes. Yes. No shit. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I'm going to add that to my freaking 16 Candles uh, fucking, what's the other one? Uh, Big and uh, Temple of Doom, my uh, my holy trilogy of PG movies <laughs> that are just fucking off the walls. And, and, yeah, and, and the whole thing about that is is it's weird to think that there was never like an in-between. There was never, hey, this is going to be either R, it's going to be PG. It's weird just thinking that we've grown up with it. Like, I mean, PG-13 is yeah. around that it's like, of course, there's this middle road. I have to say, I typically hate PG-13 movies where it should be an R, but they just like just kind of shave it down to make it a PG-13. There's certain movies where yeah. it's like, this should have been a fucking R-rated movie and it would be a whole lot better. Yeah. And so I kind of hate the PG-13 rating. Like Lord of the Rings? Is that what you're talking about? Nah, not Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about the Star Wars prequels. I'm trying to think of like there's, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of like like comedies or or things where it's like oh we're gonna get our one fuck and we're not gonna show any nudity and we just want to make sure this is PG thirteen. When it's like oh I, my ultimate in Major League Two, the fact that they went PG thirteen on them like what the fuck are you doing? The whole right. point of Major League One was that it's like raw. It's how these guys really are, the way they're gonna behave. And then you're just going to like, oh, we're just going to go ahead and like, oh, we want to get a bigger audience. Is that what it is? Like, let's make it a PG-13. I think that for certain movies, especially ones that are after the slightly younger crowd, an R rating is a death sentence because parents aren't going to. And, and, and I don't think it's true anymore with streaming. But I think back in the day, for sure, if you had to go to the movies and your mom was going to drop you off or buy your ticket or whatever, she's going to buy you a PG-13 ticket and she's not going to buy you a rated R ticket. Right, but Major League was an R. Like It was already well known that this is going to be an R-rated movie. Yeah. Um, I think they did it with... Uh, shit, was with... I think it was a... Showgirls 2? <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Spano's um, Revenge? <laughs> No, it was like was Beverly Hills Cop three. I think was a PG thirteen. Maybe I, 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 I think it was because I never saw it, and that's probably why. Because like, and I heard it well, it was, it was horrible. I'm sure. I think RoboCop three was like a PG thirteen as oh, well, yeah. which that, doesn't make any sense. No sense at all. The original RoboCop is <laughs> well, RoboCop two. Both of them are graphic as fuck. Yeah. Like, it's wild. So, so yeah, something else. Um, it's interesting because obviously we're doing this movie at Christmas. It, you know, to us, it's a Christmas time. It's set at Christmas. There's the whole Phoebe Cates monologue Christmas story, which is very important to the movie. Santa Claus gets and, jacked by right, some gremlins. Right. <laughs> but what I didn't realize, just like Die Hard, which is a very also controversial Christmas movie that I wasn't on the pod at the time, but you guys did this last Christmas. This was released in June of 1984. Oh, really? See, I was going to ask that earlier. So, was this released so during the Christmas season? Is Gremlins a Christmas movie? Because apparently one of the arguments against Die Hard is it was released during the summer. It was released in July. So that's one of the ticks against it being a Christmas movie. I think Except, this except here's, here's the genius, uh -huh. is that by that time the VHS comes out. You think right, that quick? Right before Christmas. Yeah. Five months. I feel like it used to take forever for VHSs it to did. come out. Maybe that's not right, but it seems like if it, if it would have come out like where you can buy it. Well, I'll tell you what, Gizmo toys and Gizmo stuff, all that shit, dolls, hit, and, you yeah, give it enough shit, time to build. Yeah. You can't do it right at Christmas because oh, yeah. it's like you got to get the the energy of like, oh, everybody wants Gizmo shit. So. so speaking of which, we have to bring up our our lost co host uh, Nate, who hasn't been here for a couple of weeks. But he had the gizmo doll, right? <laughs> From like age eight until what is he like forty four now? I and he so. still has the fucking gizmo doll. 
Yeah. He still has it in his room. And I'm I think positive. it's got the, the uh, magic marker blue lips. Yeah. When he and his wife do it, they have to turn. She, she <laughs> makes him turn it around the other way because it looks at her. She says it looks at her. It's fucking uncomfortable. Yeah. He's You're got faster. <laughs> that's a really good gizmo, dude. Like, dude, he and Howie Mandel, they can, uh, they can. That's right. Howie Mandel. And, and so I remember Howie Mandel, I saw a, a special. So it's like, he does the same voice as his Bobby character. Yeah. Yeah. Which he used to do in a standup. Then they made a commercial. I think Bobby's world or not oh, commercial, like a cartoon. Yeah, cartoon Bobby's world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That and was then, right in my wheelhouse. And then another, <laughs> another voice I noticed on, on the list was Michael Winslow. Michael Winslow as some of the Gremlins voices. Yes. So from Police Family Academy. Matters? Police Academy. Oh. The, the, the. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about Carl Winslow's Carl little brother. Winslow's <laughs> no, the, the Police Academy guy who had all the crazy sounds. Who does all the, the voices, voices and all the, the bleep, 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 bleep. Oh. He's also in Spaceballs. He's yeah. the... Uh, he could be... Maybe the they great. are really... Oh, shit. He's got a Spaceball t-shirt. That's right. <laughs> 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 and then a, another crazy uh, IMDb sighting, Nikki Cat. Nikki Cat was in Days and Confused. He's the guy that he fights that that uh, Newton. Uh, oh, the the dude he fights that like yeah, okay. The, the the Dick in Days and Confused. He was one of the kids in in the in the classroom apparently. The kid at the party that's fucking came here to drink beer and kick some ass and he's almost yeah. out of beer. That guy. Dude, that's he's, he's in this great. movie. Yeah, he's in the classroom. He's yeah. not one of the kids fucking I, shit up at the very beginning of the snowball fight. Um, I'm not sure because I didn't know I didn't see him in the movie, but I saw him in the credits. Like holy shit, I need to watch for Nikki Cat next time. So okay, and then of course uh, Ermin Trout. Um, Jonathan Banks is one of the deputies in this, which, uh, wait a sec. Wait, you didn't notice him? Jake's number one pick in the Hitman draft. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Love you, Jake. Um, wait a sec. That, I wasn't even really paying attention when I was watching it. He's today. the other, he's the deputy with, when, when he's in there trying to convince the sheriff and the deputy that gremlins are ripping up the town. Wait, the ones that are in the car. Yes. You're not going to recognize him, dude. You're, You're talking he's got hair. 40 years ago. It's it, but it's the same character as that was in Beverly Hills Cop, like the same hairline and everything. Oh shit! I was not even paying attention to yep. that. Fuck. Um, <laughs> now here, here's a quick question: Do they die? Like when they flip their car over? They don't show it. They just flip and. How could they not die? I, there was a lot of not deaths shown. I felt like in this movie, but, but felt like you, there wasn't as many deaths as there should have been as far I, well, as well, that was, you see. It was rated PG, right? I guess you're right. So, <laughs> so they wreck, and I'm hoping that they're like just incapacitated because the right. family. I mean, the 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 town needs to basically like string those dudes up after the. Uh, <laughs> you're hoping <laughs> so they can be properly murdered <laughs> because <laughs> they just leave Santa Claus hanging. Absolutely, just hanging, and they just walk. They just drive off. He rolls up the window, and they just leave him. They've got guns. How come they're not going out there like doing their job? Gremlins are small, bro. It's hard to shoot a fucking gremlin. Yeah. You're probably gonna hit Santa Claus. Yeah, you try and shoot the shoot the fucking. You know, oh, I, but they they tried nothing. They just tried looking at him and being like, "Fuck, that sucks," and then they drove off. Would you rather have that Santa death or Phoebe Cates' dad's Santa death? Oh man! <laughs> Jesus, God, Santa's get wrecked twice. I in this know movie. it's fucked off. <laughs> well, Phoebe Kate's dad. It was. I guess he broke his neck and died on impact. So do no, you, no, do no. You I think he. I think he stayed in there and fucking starved. They said. They I said, said no, he broke his neck. He broke his neck, so he must have not been able to talk or anything. Because you would. He would shout and like make noise if he wasn't dead. He'd just in there like ho ho ho. <laughs> <laughs> Santa. <laughs> ho ho hospital. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, well, I think we should uh bring direct director Joe Dante in. 
the deluxe edition network is the official place that you can find the BBK podcast along with all sorts of other podcasts, uh, including this month's pod of the month. <laughs> this Wait, month's well, pod of the month. This month's <laughs> featured pod, which is 10 cent beer night, K N I G H T. And uh, you're going to have all sorts of wacky stories talking about all sorts of topics. Just imagine sitting around with your buddies drinking a beer and hear, thinking about all sorts of different topics and going in depth to those things. So that is 10 cent beer night available on the Deluxe Edition Network. The Network. The Network. Now, speak, speaking of The Network, you were recently on a podcast with somebody else on The Network, weren't you, Brad? I, I sure was, and it was it was right here in the holiday spirit. It was, we watched the movie Krampus. And wait, wait, wait. Krampus or Krampus? Is it Krampus? <laughs> Krampe. Krampus. Krampus. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we watched we watched Krampus or whatever you want to call it, and it was a, a jolly old time with myself. Um, that was on the Real Drunks podcast, and we also had it was it was a tripod, a tripod, a tripod. <laughs> it was BBK. It was also the Hoisting Heavies, a uh, Josh from the Hoisting Heavies, and it was Matt from the uh, Real the Real Drunks. So it was a it was a, a tripod, and it was a beautiful moment of two and a half hours. We watched the movie. It's a kind of a watch along. Like okay. this is like I've always told him like he needs to do those pods where it's like you're kind of watching the movie in the background. Uh-huh. So you can talk about it, you can talk about other shit, you can talk about the movie and we went we went really hard on Krampus. Like it was uh, it's, I've never seen Krampus. Oh my god. It's it's actually okay, good that you brought this up because it is kind of the spiritual successor to to Gremlins in the sense that it's like a Christmas movie. It's kind of trying to like walk that line between a little bit too scary, but also a family movie. Uh-huh. You could definitely show your kids Krampus, and it's not that bad. Okay, but uh, I, it's also it's, not that good. It's also not that good, <laughs> it's, and that's what I'm saying. It's I, I actually mentioned on their pod. I said you can kind of destroy Gremlins as much as you can destroy, uh, destroy Krampus, but at the end of the day, you're like. Yeah, but it was still kind of fun. Like, it's kind of a shitty fun movie. So right. well, I'm sure it was a fun episode. I love oh, yeah. how when Brad it. says Krampus, he has an accent. Krampus. Krampus. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? It's like German and Austrian. It's like, it's like, Krampus. Krampus. <laughs> Just like the Germans and Austrians. <laughs> Yes, y'all, this is the Drinking with the Director brought to you by Last Call Brewing, and you know everybody's got a drink in their hand, so let's go ahead and find out what people are drinking tonight. Scotch, what do you got? I'm drinking a little bit of Takamini whiskey. It's an eight-year Japanese rye whiskey, and uh, I don't know, since, uh, you know, there was some gremlins bought in... uh, the Asian part of town. I thought. It, I think that was Chinatown. I know it was Chinatown. <laughs> I, like, I don't the have, Asian part of town. I don't, I don't have any Chinese whiskey. Take me to Asian town. Stop. <laughs> I don't have any Chinese whiskey, so I went with Japanese whiskey, and uh, I'm going to get canceled That's again. That's a nice segue. <laughs> Into your cancellation between the pocket pussy panty stuffer and the fucking uh, Chinese Japanese whiskey. Uh, 
So I'm drinking uh shout out to uh my dude Walter. We got that uh, Operation Nectar on. Uh Brad says it's got New Zealand hops in it and so I wanted to try it because I keep hearing about these New Zealand hops. Um it's good. It's good. It's 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 really good. I just I can't differentiate the hop flavor from like regular hop flavor, I guess. I'm going to have to uh I'm going to have to bend Walter's ear next time I see him and he can tell me like what part of it I'm supposed to be tasting, but it's pretty delicious 16 ounces it's already gone so it's got to be pretty good there you go he crushed it um and scotch i'm gonna need some help uh pronouncing this because i've got a nice little scotch in my glass that uh is a kilchuman you gotta go <laughs> is that important i have no idea is that what that little that's why they put the h different right there because it's, it's kilcockman kilchuman Kikoman. Yeah. Um, Kikoman. I think it's actually, it's, they also make, uh, they make soy sauce. Soy sauce. <laughs> <laughs> that, That's delicious. That is an, salty. That is an Isla uh, region uh, whiskey from the, the island uh, region there. And uh, it's very peaty. It's limited edition and it's very, very, very tasty. Yeah. So last time you were here, you broke the cork on my, uh, La Froch. La Froch. And uh, so I said, I just I bought that between then and now, and as soon as I tasted it, I was like, dude, if you like Lafroig, you're gonna like this one. So hopefully you like it. Well, I'm about halfway through the bottle, and the cork hasn't <laughs> broken yet, so That's good. we're doing well. <laughs> they've got their cork game strong. Oh, uh, but yeah, so we are uh, brought to you by Last Call Brewing, and uh, you can always check out Last Call. It's Christmas time. If you want to get a nice little holiday gift for your friends, go down there and grab a, a gift card. Grab a couple four packs. Bring them to your your Christmas parties. People will enjoy their beers. I promise. For a couple of times, like a long time ago, people were like, oh, Walter was really good on the podcast. But overwhelmingly, people have been like, you guys need to bring Kendra back on the podcast. Uh, oh, Walter's yeah. Walter's uh, betrothed. She's fucking awesome. So, so shout great. out to Kendra, too. She gets lots of love. And you know what? There's going to be there's there's rumblings of, of Walter being on the pod. In the very, very, very hmm. soon Why would future. Walter be on the pod, I wonder? I don't know. Hmm. We might be talking about beer or, hmm. you know, beers that he's made before and, you know, beers that he's going to make in the future. Right. Maybe his most popular beer that he's made of all time. Maybe. Who knows? That's. I mean, I'm hoping we talk about that. We shall see. So, that's BBK a teaser. listeners, that's, that's a, a little bit of a teaser. Stay tuned because there might be updates uh, here in the future. All right, folks. Taster's so choice. We are drinking with the director, Joe Dante. It's a very cool name. That's a very Hollywood name, Joe Dante. Yeah. All that makes me think is that's not his name. But I, um, I, I got to assume it's <laughs> probably not, but maybe it is. I don't know. So, so you, you said at the beginning you dropped us a little breadcrumb and you were like, Joe Dante has done tons of stuff. What the fuck has this guy done? So aside from being uncredited director of rock and roll high school, which I don't even know what the fuck that means. That's what it says on IMDb. So who knows? There's another director listed. So I think he just went to high school there. Maybe he was just like, I really think this is a piece of shit movie. <laughs> don't put my name. <laughs> don't, don't tell him I was involved. <laughs> don't tell him. They're like, we found out. Have you seen that movie or know what it's about? I don't, but you've mentioned it before on the podcast. Did I'm I, almost positive. Did I bring it up? It's, yeah, it's, it's uh, the girl that was in Stripes um, and also in Halloween. She's, she's uh the one that's in in bed and when when her boyfriend gets it in the in the kitchen. Oh, um, what, what's her name? PJ Souls, I think, is her name. Anyway, um, she's the star, and it's, it has something to do with like the Ramones and like they're trying to get their like 
get the remote, to play or something. Play it. Yeah, I, okay. I saw it a billion years ago. I doubt that I brought it up on this podcast, but uh, I guess if I did, I did. Sounds like a Scott Beck. Movie well, he d- he did some early horror movies, and and Piranha actually got a lot of love. The old Piranha from uh, nineteen seventy eight, and then The Howling from eighty one. Okay. And then after that, he did uh, he did a segment for Twilight Zone, the movie. He did Gremlins. He did Explorers, which was a nice little uh, kids movie in '85. That's that's a that's a great movie for my youth. I love that movie. Inner Space. Like that movie. The Burbs. Didn't like that movie. Gremlin, really? <laughs> Gremlins too, which I have lots of thoughts on, and oh, I will man. I will talk. He about did the Burbs. He did uh-huh. the Burbs. And then after that's a lot of like TV stuff and here and there. And then he did like uh, Looney Tunes back in action. Um, and then just a lot of. TV MacGyver reboot, Hawaii Five O reboot, um, and some Gremlin Secrets of the Mogwai, which it says TV series I did not know existed until I just started doing some research on IMDb. So is that like the Star Wars Christmas special or something? I don't know, but I'm gonna have to check. It says 2022, so it was it was recent. It says one episode that he he mm-hmm. was the uh, director of. So I'm gonna have to go find out what that's all about. Yeah, so he so he started off doing a bunch of horror movies, and his name is Joe Dante. And so that's a fake name. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I, uh, that's probably true. But I do want to say the first question I have to ask Joe Dante is it's about a quote that I read, which so so Phoebe Cates recalls hearing some studio concerns that after Fast Times at Ridgemont High, she might not be wholesome enough to play Kate. And director Joe Dante, I got a question for you, bro, because it says that you said you had seen the movie and felt she was awfully wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> The fuck does that mean? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow! Um, so this is yeah. after fast after times. fast times. after fast. But so I, yeah, and I was thinking about this because when I saw this, I was ten years old. You and probably had not this seen was the, fast. I had not seen Fast Times. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I I got a crazy through every childhood. attempt you tried. <laughs> yeah, to get I there. I don't even think I, I don't think I knew about it at this point. But so this was the movie that I fell in love with Phoebe Cates. Like she was like, oh my god, she's beautiful and like cute and Jesus. I just fell in love with her and daddy issues, all the good stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, and then uh, <laughs> but it, it wasn't until years later. That I finally saw Fast Times, and then it was like, oh my god, the girl from Gremlins actually showed her boobies, and that's like, oh what? Cut right. It, it like it almost like it just changed my whole the, the wholesome like feeling I had for her. And which, then it, then you were like, oh wait a second, actually the girl from Fast Times didn't show her boobies in Gremlins. <laughs> 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 Yeah, so... How many dudes do you think went to that movie thinking like, oh, shit, man. I mean, it's PG, but you never know. Like, sometimes PGs get a little raw. <laughs> I mean, obviously, Joe Dante was like, I mean... So, so I was st- hoping that I could get her an R rating and we could show the boobs. Let's try, Let's take this into the, the chimney story, because that was my first question I had, was, was the chimney story really necessary? It's the most unnecessary shit in a movie of all time. It comes out of nowhere. It, it does nothing to further the plot. There's it's like no sh- plot device. Because like, what, you gotta maybe, so this is her motivation for hating Christmas or whatever. Of course you're gonna hate Christmas because there's gremlins destroying shit all over the place. It's like, it just didn't, it was all of a sudden, oh, we need this moment. And it's not short either. It's no. like a long. And yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like one of those like deep focus too, yep. where it's just like very focused. The music's very like somber and it's just like this random story. And she has a very, to me, I, I've never seen fast times. So fucking crucify me if you want. But, uh, she has a very like childlike voice to me. 
like she seems very I don't know it's a weird it's such Fat, weird no okay thing. the the creepy thing about fast times is that it's very much flirty on the the side of like these girls don't seem like they're old enough to be showing their boobs like it's 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 very they're literally in high school yeah it's like, it's, it's very creeper it's if you're weird. like watching it now like to be like yeah it's like it's fucking not the, yeah, that anything the only thing that makes me feel okay is the fact that I know they weren't actually high school age. Right, right. They're older actresses, which, thank God, I mean, obviously... Especially the blonde. The, the I mean, blonde. what should make you feel better is the fact that when you were perving on it, you were 13. Or right. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. Totally. <laughs> totally. <laughs> which makes it okay. <laughs> but, yeah, so it's... It, I will say that the one thing about that scene that, that made me laugh on the rewatch, knowing that that scene comes up later, is when he's walking with her, talking about Christmas, how do you not like Christmas? And everybody loves Christmas. And she's, like, kind of getting pissed off about it. And then finally he's like, well, no, really, what's up? And she's like, oh, you know, I'm just tired and cranky. And he goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was his response. I was like, oh, what my else God. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just tired and cranky. He's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. They move on. <laughs> oh, but yeah, the, uh, that, that scene. Okay, so the, the the story is is that Steven Spielberg as a director, he's already done his things. He's 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 on his way to obviously huge success. Executive producer for this movie, and he had given Joe Dante like full creative control. He t he gave him notes. He said, "Take that fucking speech out. That does not belong in this movie." And he was okay. Like, Fuck and Dante is like, "No, in. dude, I need this in here." And he's <laughs> like, "You got creative control. Whatever. Fuck it." What is this Spielberg guy now? <laughs> so, yeah, he had because of that creative control, and you know, at least Spielberg, uh, uh, he said that's your okay. Tried. You've got the creative control. There's my notes. It might make it better. Well, yeah, I mean this this movie was I think it was a uh, an hour and forty six minutes long, and they could have easily cut six that minutes off. were her telling that six speech. minutes was that so hour forty would have been perfect because <laughs> this movie was six minutes too long, and and you just think about it, it's like there is no absolute reason that it is necessary no except for her to be grumpy in the beginning and him say yeah there is no other reason for her to be like angry about christmas well, it doesn't need, yeah. there's no payoff there's and, and I, well i that that falls into my alternate ending but okay you know, we'll get there at <laughs> we'll some point <laughs> so questions for uh joe dante what do we got like besides uh that was, creepy, that was my creepy, big one. awfully the, wholesome. My, my other one was like, was there any thought to the fact this movie was targeted to children? Like literally, like the marketing and everything was targeted to children. And then you reveal that there's no Santa Claus with this fucked up story. <laughs> like you oh, literally. Wow. I, did, I guess I didn't really think about it's that. It's a PG movie. That it a lot of families taken out. Targeted. It was marketed. Gizmo was everywhere. Gizmo was the thing. Yeah. Do you think that's when you realized there was no Santa Claus? I, I don't, was, I I was 10. I'd like to think that my brother probably fucked that up for me way before that because he's five years older than 10? So My 10-year-old, I just, I don't know. I'd have to ask him. Yeah, I, I was, well, he sure pretends like he still believes. Yeah, well, because you said they watched it and they watched it again, right? Oh, they've watched it. He watched it two years ago. And so then at eight, then he would have known. He's probably like, this, this lady doesn't know. I don't think True. Gremlin spoiled it for me, but I definitely was one of those kids that went searching through the closet and found presents and was like, okay. This this shit's this shit's <laughs> fucked up. Why does it say Santa on my ticket? But it's uh, my 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 little thingy or whatever, and it's now uh, actually it was in the closet two weeks. Well, that ago. reminds me, dude. I think I've told this story before, but I remember. Vividly, I did play along though. Vividly as a kid, I remember two things. I remember one finding a present that was already wrapped, and I wanted a Nintendo mm. so bad, 
NES, just a regular Nintendo. I was a little kid, and I was like, "This is I'm going to get an NES. I found this box. It was wrapped. It was heavy. It was a Nintendo shape. I was positive that it was a Nintendo. It's all I asked for was a Nintendo. I was positive. What was it? And I opened it on Christmas morning. <laughs> no. And it was an Audubon Society Encyclopedia of Birds, North American <laughs> Encyclopedia of Birds. <laughs> And I fucking remember being the did you, most. Did you go to the other room and, and listen to your Joni Mitchell CD? I, fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I remember being so devastated. <laughs> your, your parents adopted kid. They they actually put the <laughs> they gave it to him. <laughs> I remember being so devastated because I was just absolutely sure that I was getting a fucking Nintendo and it was a fucking big ass Audubon Society Encyclopedia of North American Birds. Oh my and, god. Uh, I yeah. have I have to tell a Nintendo related story too, <laughs> which which sucks because I was an asshole. I was always the one like I just could not wait to open presents and like I think it was either Christmas Eve or the day before and like you know we go over to Grandma's house and we you get that's, one present right. We, we that's where we'll open the presents and oh, okay. I think I was just badgering, badgering and finally she's like, okay, you can have one present. I was like, she, I, I go over and grab one. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I think the, the I bet it's a book. I opened it up and it was like a Nintendo game that I wanted. And so it was like kind of like the big present. And my mom like lost her shit. She's like, that's not what you were supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God damn it, I ruined Christmas. Good job. I feel like such an asshole because as soon as I opened it, I was like, I was like, oh wait, that's not a book. <laughs> I was hoping it was a book. So mine's got the opposite of yours. I was hoping for a book, thinking that I'd like, oh, I can open my present. And it ended up being uh, kind of the big present for that year. So yeah, I fucked up Christmas. I also remember my grand my my step grandfather put on the santa suit and came to the door and i was young and my sister was really young and there was a, i had a bunch of little cousins i was one of the older kids and he knocks on the door we open the door and it's santa claus and he comes in you know what i mean and i say very loudly like a little fucking asshole i say that's john taylor dressed up like santa in front of fucking all, all the, the little, little kids, kids. <laughs> And I, th my mom and dad fucking, oh my God, I thought I was going to get fucking, what do you, I don't know what you do, you disowned? I thought I was going to get disowned or beaten. <laughs> they wanted to punch you. They fucking dragged me out of that fucking front room so bad into the bedroom and just screamed at me, what the fuck is your problem? And I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, go for it. So I, no, it doesn't have anything to do with that. Are you staking on that subject? Or are you no, no, no. I was, I was <laughs> ready. I was ready, want, bro. I was ready to ask the director a question, yeah. but. Well, so, but I just wanted to, one last thing on, on the chimney before we, we go to something else. Um, do you guys have, uh, or did you grow up with the fireplace? Oh, yeah. The chimney? Yeah, we had a regular fireplace. Can any human being fit down that no, chimney? Not possible. No. Right. So I was just wondering if maybe in some other parts of the country they actually have chimneys you can fit down. Because like ours literally like. Yeah, tiny. it's got a cap on it and then like the little right. like thing on so so the smoke comes out, but that's it. Yeah. Santa's magic, guys, first of all. Well, I know, but. If you have some village Oh, house, you're talking about dad, Phoebe Kate's dad? <laughs> how, how I thought you were really questioning Santa. Okay, right. all right. Um. And that's another dumb. <laughs> that's another dumb part of this story. That he actually got down the chimney in some way. So unless, you know, maybe like on the East Coast they have different chimneys where they're just big. Yeah, they got wide ass chimneys. chimneys, chimneys over there. <laughs> That's always bothered me. Like I think I remember that in the theater going, you can't fit down a chimney because I I remember seeing how big our chimney was. Like I remember hearing not. I mean, probably we're talking like twenty years ago, but a story about like a a guy trying to rob a house and got stuck in the chimney and like died. 
And yeah. that that might be true. Or, Who or knows? Not. Yeah, maybe there's certain places. Maybe that was some family that killed. But doesn't Phoebe like, Cates shoved him in their chimney? <laughs> like I don't know. He he must have been trying to rob her house. Doesn't fucking Phoebe Cates say that they like figured it out because they started to smell them? Oh, yeah. she went to light the fire <laughs> and she smelled it. Yeah, she oh light the fire. She's like, it was cold, and then I went to go light the fire. Yeah, and then and so then she's like, yeah, they thought they're gonna pull out like a raccoon or something, but then there he was, an uh, armful of presents. Like, well, first of all, if he if he can fit, how does he have even fucking armfuls of presents too? Like, dude, that's a big ass fucking chimney, dude. I just feel like I just feel <laughs> well, like the it, real story was it was a raccoon, but the dad like went out for a pack of cigarettes and never came back, or fucking, you know what I mean? Whatever it was, and the mom was it. just like, the mom. oh yeah, he fucking he was gonna bring you a bunch of presents. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he just got laid off like two weeks before and like there was like no money for presents and so he just ran off and she's like god he must have just got stuck in the chair with all your presents <laughs> sorry I mean, phoebes well that's the thing it's like what was his what was his ploy because it's christmas eve right yeah why does he have all the presents in his arms like in the chimney on christmas eve like he's she says to surprise us what right. He was going to come down the chimney. Just fucking wait like for him to fall asleep and get up and put the presents under the Christmas tree like Eve? a fucking normal dad. Well, well, first of all, so here we're watching this Gremlins movie. There's snow everywhere, so it's fucking cold wherever they live. I'm assuming they live in the same town. They wouldn't have a fire going that night? Every night? Every single night? <laughs> yeah, she's like, no, oh, it was kind of cold that night, so we put on fire. Yeah. What? <laughs> it's Christmas. I mean, it's it's in, in where we live. It doesn't get that cold in the winter, but I know we had a fire pretty much every winter night. Every winter. Yeah, I've been I've been making a fire every day for like three weeks now, yeah, and yeah. it's only like forty degrees at night. So, <laughs> so yeah. So anyway, there's a lot of problems with <laughs> that story. Um, speaking of problems, like what what kind of problem does Joe Dante have with the uh, the the clergy? Because uh, <laughs> old father whoever shows up at the mailbox and realizes some shit's going down, and then the nice old guy that's just been in the movie a couple different times, he's like, oh yeah, you know, just mailing last few little things and. He's like, yeah, go for it. Go first. <laughs> that dude starts getting his arm chewed off or whatever. And the, the priest is just like, oh, yeah, should have fucking thought about it. <laughs> like, right. what's going on? Like, what kind of dickhead priest is this that just like, he doesn't warn him like, hey, man, you should do this. Like, right. I heard some crazy shit going on in there. He's just like, oh, go for it. See what happens. Stick your arm in there. Yeah. So that was, I just thought that was fucked up. As I was watching it today. I was like, God damn, that's a mean priest. You watched it today, Bradley? Yeah. Cause I, so I watched it last year and I was thinking like I could like reminisce on it. But I was like, okay, I need to, I need to at least throw it on. So I was, I was making dinner. I was making enchiladas for the the fam, and as I was doing that, I was watching the, uh, the old gremlins. What kind of enchiladas? Are we talking chicken, ground beef. What do we got going? Chicken, some green, some red. You got to do a little both. So you got both options, and everybody takes one square of red, one square of green. We're oh, really? Happy little family, man. That's I was just nice. about to say, if that happened at my house, it'd be like all the red ones left, all the green ones gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do a little, do a little both. Um, yeah. Anything else we gotta say to? Uh, the director here because i don't know i've got not not much else to go on it until we get to uh our next category i think i'm good bye bye joe <laughs> hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Is it a one-night stand or do you throw it in the blender or take it home to mom and dad? It's like fuck, marry or kill. 
it's Shag Snack Body Bag. All right, we are on to Shag Snack Body Bag, and what was that? That was another little crafty move by Scotch Bag. Mm-hmm. Gotta throw them in the blender. That throw was a shout. In the blender. That was a shout from Scott to fucking transition me right into my shag, which is the mom from this movie. Just fucking people up. Dude, she is fucking shit up. While I'm pretty sure like while smoking a cig, just fucking just like throws the dude in the blender, fucking just just killing fools. Fucking that shit is great. And she she does she does it quick. Like she kills like three of them right in the beginning. I, I think she does. She have the most kills. Well, I think well, other than the movie theater. Other Let's than not count the that. eight thousand that died at the movie theater. <laughs> I'm just saying, like legitimate, like one on one kills. She does some damage, and they and it goes quick too. I yeah. fucking love that part. That's probably my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, I, I kind of had that as 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 a, as a shag too. Like just the deaths in the kitchen. I just remember as a kid. I remember. Did you ever play the the video game on the computer? Like the the Commodore sixty four version of the Gremlins video game. I know. No. Oh my gosh, it, graphics were horrible. It was like kind of a, a click on this thing, but I remember like you go into the kitchen at one point and the Gremlins sitting there on the counter and you like click it or do something. I don't know. The, the mechanics on the game were pretty. I mean, it's Commodore sixty four. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say right. Yeah, but I mean, you click on it next, thing you know, like all of a sudden you just see like the the blender and these legs kind of. Flopping back and forth, or whatever. <laughs> super cheesy graphics, or whatever. But it was super fun. But yeah, yeah. The the deaths in the kitchen were great. And then I also I love just the the gadgets and and uh, you know it, like all of his uh, the Peltzer's little gadgets and stuff. And how they're in the kitchen. She's trying. He's trying to do the juicer thing, and it's just yes. like this goose coming out. And I lo- I just I, I love. But, but is that, is that your shag? That's that's my shag. Was was oh, okay. Well, I'm just gonna say like. She says they always work for a little bit. So it's like, I wanted to see his little egg thing. Like the egg thing, if it's just nicely knocking eggs yeah. open and they, they go in and for a few weeks, it's like working. It's like, fuck yeah, that's cool. Yeah. No, I, I, I just love seeing all the little gadgets. Like I, I remember as a kid watching this movie going, oh, that's so cool. They got an egg omelet machine. It doesn't work, but it looks, it's just cool how it worked with the little thing like like flipping forward and with the beak and the, and the chicken and then like the phone trying to get use like the remote on that thing. And he just always had a little gadgets for everything. Now that you say that, like uh, that, that was like a thing for eighties movies, the mid eighties. Oh my God. I was just about to say all that. sorts of like inventions. Like you remember, honey, I shrunk the kid, like all sorts of weird fucking inventions back to the future. Back weird to the future. Fucking inventions. Um, uh, you could kind of say like data and Goonies, like he's all about oh, yeah. little inventions. For sure. Um, and then, uh, the, what was the, the one I was just going to say also, there was one more, uh, shit. I got all excited that you were talking about Right. Too. I just so think it was, like a, it was like a total trope. What was the other one? Oh, Pee Wee's Big Venture. Oh, oh yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah, for sure. His yep. breakfast maker and all that shit. Like. Well, on the bike, he had oil slick. <laughs> Didn't he have oil slick on his bike? He did bike have too? oil slick yeah. on his bike. He had, yeah. I think he oh, and then Dad had smoke. Goonies had, had uh, the, the slick, slick shoes. shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. So yeah, oil mid eighties. Oil what slicks a great was a thing time. too. I remember like uh, video games. There was a, a video Spy game Hunter. Spy Hunter. The oil <laughs> slick in the car. <laughs> Like oil slick was like the ultimate weapon, and like yeah, if you just put that little oil slick behind you, you're getting away from anybody. Exactly. Um, yeah, no, that's a weird thing. Like the mid '80s, great invention time. Yeah, right? lots of lots of, but lots of like shitty, like they don't quite work. Right inventions. inventions. Hey, yeah, exactly. But I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure the clapper was invented in the '80s. Clap on. Clap on. The clapper. The clapper. Oh, do you yeah. guys, do you know anybody that has a clapper? Because I'd be down. I, I know somebody was, who has the clap. <laughs> <laughs> is, is it my brother's band? <laughs> uh, 
Um, the, the clapper ceiling was definitely made for like older folks. Like, totally. Like, yeah, you don't have to get up from your couch or whatever. But that, that's that's something that's kind of stuck around. It was in- Alexa has eliminated all of that because now it's like, Alexa, turn the lights off. Alexa's the new clapper? Is that what you're saying? I'm just saying like, if you're going to get an STD, now you're going to get Alexa, not the clap. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that once they had like, I always thought it was cool because like, they, they always had those like from TV type commercials, infomercials and stuff uh-huh. for different things. And and uh, then they had a store in the mall for a while. It was called like, oh, as, it's seen, still as seen on TV. TV. It's still, still in the mall, bro. That that store? Fuck yes. It's got all the shit, dude. All the infomercial stuff. It's still there? Oh, yeah. Well, that's awesome. It's not called as seen on the internet? It's called... As seen, as on, seen YouTube. on Instagram, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as seen on TikTok. Oh man! Oh, so my shag is uh, just the Gremlins and their Looney Tune esque uh, behavior, um, which actually in Gremlins too they go like way further with it. Like yeah. they do, they go absolutely. And it's not surprising to me that well, one, this is a Warner Brothers movie. Two, Joe Dante ends up doing the Looney Tunes back in action, like kind of was like they're like their reboot for the the late nineties. It's got so much of that humor. The whole bar scene, I forgot how long that scene is. It goes Me on too. for like like 10 minutes of just antics going on at the bar with the Gremlins. And I, and I remember loving those antics as a kid and hating it now. I'm like, oh, okay, come on, let's just, <laughs> seriously, that's because it was just so many stereotypes and dumb things and what, like the flasher. Like, <laughs> it's so stupid. It's so dumb. Well, uh, I mean, it brings up the whole point. Why is she trying to serve them all drinks at the bar? Why didn't she just run out the front door and be like, I'm out of here? Why is she trying to like take care of them all? She's lighting cigarettes for people, putting out popcorn. Why did she have to do this for all these little gremlins? Go serve all these puppets. They look like they got tons of money to tip. Yeah. It, I thought about that when I was a kid. Was I remember thinking, like, why doesn't she just run? Why is she working? Like, I mean, course. eventually one pulls a gun, but like, who knows where they got the gun? <laughs> right. A couple of them had guns, I think. <laughs> yeah, so it's like she could have bounced, and uh, and yet she's trying to like just. I mean, she's working her toughest shift ever. Right. By herself. <laughs> For no pay. They've already like said that you barely get paid or anything. Right. The dude's giving away free drinks all the time, and so yeah, that 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 makes zero sense. And but I do love the antics. It's so Looney yeah. Tunes ish, and I really kind of dig that. And. It's it's silly. It's stupid. When when people are like getting hurt, and then all the other ones look at them and start laughing. Like I love that. That's just something yeah. about that. It's, it kind of reminds me of Jackass in a sense. Like <laughs> they do stupid shit. They get hurt. And they're all just laughing and right. like having a good time. Yeah. I think that just I'm, I kind of vibe with that. And so it's kind of kind of that Looney Tunes Jackass vibe. That's my shag. Sweet snags, dude. So if we're snagging, this is an easy one for me, and it has very little to do with gremlins and has everything to do with the name mogwai which is a canadian instrumental rock band from like late 90s early 2000s up until i'm pretty sure they're still releasing music yeah they, they released in, uh they've got an ep that came out in 2022 oh shit um i believe they did all the music for that show blackbird have you seen uh the show blackbird they've done a bunch of stuff if you guys watched the show zero 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 on uh, Amazon two, Prime. Two more shaking hands. Fuck, over here. dude. Uh, <laughs> zero, zero, zero is amazing. Mogwai did the music for that. Um, they're very much in the vein of Explosions in the Sky, who did the soundtrack for um, fucking Friday Night Lights, the movie. Oh. Um, okay. 
Well, let, let's just be fair real quick because uh, all of y'all have already looked at your, if you've got Spotify, you've looked at your Spotify uh, end of the year review. Yes. Mm. And, and we were sending ours to each other and I did happen to see Zach's list of his top five bands and I knew <laughs> zero of them. Zero. <laughs> None. Anyways, there's a kid... There's a kid somewhere in fucking Ohio that's like, oh, I love Mogwai. But anyways, Mogwai, fucking one of my favorite just instrumental rock bands. Them and Explosions in the Sky really do it for me. 2003, they had an album called Happy Songs for Happy People. You got to get on Spotify, listen to that shit. Really great fucking super like buildy crescendo rock songs. Um, It's super good. I didn't know until just doing research for this pod, what Mogwai, I guess, is actually a, a Chinese word for demon. Really? So that's mm. probably where they got the name. I just assumed it was from Gremlins. Oh, no, I assumed it's from Gremlins. Okay. 100%. <laughs> but okay. I just never knew that there was a translation for Mogwai, which is, uh, essentially means demon, which is mm. kind of interesting. I did not know that. Seems like if, that would be something you want to know. Like, what, is that, what does Mogwai mean? Right. <laughs> oh, demon. Oh, yeah, fuck that. I'm not taking that home to my kid. <laughs> But that's but that's but that's my snag. Just uh, put on that or put on some early uh, explosions in the sky stuff. Get out your get out your work or homework and uh, listen to that stuff in the background. That's my uh, getting shit done work uh, music. Love it. Scotchback. I'm gonna snag. I, actually, I had something written down. But I'm gonna change it because I think I already mentioned it. I love the old school claymation, the puppetry, and all that stuff. And I love just practical effects. But what I want to snag is scared gizmo face. Because <laughs> when when <laughs> scared Gizmo face is the is the cutest thing, his little pouty lips and he's just all his he's eyes already are huge. He's already got big eyes. He's so already cute as shit. Like, yeah. They make him bigger. <laughs> his, his mouth is downturned. His like lip is quivering, and he's just like cuddled up. And I just want to hold him so much and just give him cuddles and just make him feel better. And now you know how Nate feels. I was gonna say little, Nate's, uh, Nate's got a little doll <laughs> that he can he can ship over here if you need. Hey. I'm gonna have to borrow that doll. You might not want it back. But, uh, hey, my my snag. because that doesn't come out of fur. Let's just be honest. <laughs> Got to use, use cold water, bro. Cold water. Scotch, I'm right there with you. Uh, my my snag is Gizmo. Uh, he's adorable, and he completely paved the way for uh, the the Furby, which is not adorable. <laughs> which I don't know how Furby got away with it because it's basically like a little. It's gizmo. such a ripoff. And I don't know if they had to buy licensing right. rights or whatever, but I did it eventually. Got one of my kids a Furby mainly because I wanted. They were like the cool ones where you can talk to them and stuff, and they they do all sorts of wacky shit. What did it say to you, bro? Oh, dude, they get fucking emo real quick. <laughs> <laughs> emo like, Furby? Oh, dude, if you don't like like talk to them and give them enough love, they they, they start like spazzing out. They probably listen to Mogwai. dude. Like, yeah, no, their their eyes start freaking out, and they'll just start like like jabbering about things, and you're just like, what is going on? Like, it was actually kind of creepy. And it had like little LED eyes, so they would like like little pictures would show up and stuff. It was what? it was it was a little bit wild. It wasn't the original Furby. Like I was like going to say, 90s. did you buy it on the internet? This is like the black the, market. This is like the 2010 Furby. They did like a they they brought them back. Um, but also, like we said earlier, it it led to Grogu, and you know, Baby Yoda is adorable as hell, and he he does not exist without uh, without Gizmo. So you don't think so? No, Yoda predates. That's true. Yeah. Uh, fucking Mogwai or whatever. That that's, is true. That's true. Uh, but the baby, the baby, the baby Yoda, the does, big eyes. Grogu does all the same kind of things that it's got some very uh, 
gizmo yeah it's got some gizmo <laughs> gizmo <laughs> and the fact that they decided to go with the uh the actual uh no cgi for grogu which was awesome too because right. it's like they did all practical stuff so there's all the little weird things of like i'm gonna pick him up and obviously it's a very the scene looks weird because they pick him up and they're kind of holding him to the side and then they cut to something else so that when they come back now oh now we've got the animated grogu right there. right so they did all it's funny watching those shots in 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 gremlins how many times they pick up Gizmo and they kind of move him off screen real quick so that the next time when you see him, now he's, oh, now it's an animated Gizmo. So they have to do a lot of those like creative cuts. So Because the when they first pick him up, it's just a doll? Yeah, just a doll. And then oh. so they got to take him out of the screen so that then all of a sudden, oh, now it's a. Puppet. Now it's a robot, a robot, a Gizbot. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So body bags. What do we got going here? There's a lot to body bag. Go ahead, Scotty. My biggest body bag is the villain in the movie being a crazy cat lady and it reinforcing this unfortunate trope. Because <laughs> you know what? <laughs> cat ladies, they, they get a bad rap. But cat, no, no, cat, you're a cat and, man. And, and, and cat people. I was say, nobody talks look, about cat dudes. I know. Cat man. I'll tell you up. what. Being a cat guy, you know, doesn't look too great on the old dating apps. <laughs> And do you advertise? It, is, that, is that like a number I, one? You're just like, hey, I'm a fucking cat dude. His Deal profile with picture I, I is just a picture of the cats. Me, me, <laughs> me. It's like, it's like those Olin Mills, like me with the cats and like the cats up and above my shoulder. They're like, oh, just another douche that loves pussy. Oh, fuck him. Yeah. Dude, a guy that loves cats, he's responsible. He knows how to care for, for something. For sure. You know, he, 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 he'll scoop up poop. Like you know, hey, that's a that's great father material right there. He'll he'll get into the poop. You know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Do you do you want do you want look, the, the 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 psychologist view here, which is that cats kind of walk over their their masters. Oh yeah, who, I know. I know they all want my who, food. Who rescued who, Scott? Oh, they rescued. Me. <laughs> but you know what? You know who else was a cat lady? Ripley. Huh? That's yeah, true. she was a hero. Rip. Oh yeah, she yeah, had yeah, a yeah. cat. I'm assuming yeah. her cats died in space, though. No, no, that, they're the only ones to survive. That cat made it back in the original Alien, and and she left it at the space station. She said, "You little shit, you're staying here this time." Oh, okay. on, a, so, on aliens, so it doesn't join so, her on the next. But family. Ripley was a cat lady, so you know what? Maybe you guys should all rethink your thoughts on crazy cat people. And Ripley, <laughs> did, did Ripley get a lot of girls? I was gonna say Ripley looked <laughs> Ripley looked great in those little those little sh boy oh, shorts. Oh. Mm. Yeah, when she wears her little like tank tops at the end or yeah. whatever, there were some things going. I on. think that's what you need. Some, I think you some, need to wear some, some short feeling, shorts. Feelings going on <laughs> in my mind at my my young age back then. <laughs> I need to wear those little tidy whitey outfits. <laughs> yes. Hey, we we got to get into it, Zach. Before you get to your body bag, I I have to bring it up. We got to talk about these Gremlins rules because. It's just so one, like I said, they start fucking around with the rules just immediately and they don't take them very seriously. And the fact that the, uh, the, the, the Chinese guy comes in at the end and doesn't like kill them all and be like, I'm taking him and nobody needs to know about this. Like, I'm just going to murder these folks and just be on my way. Cause his, isn't his son or assistant or whoever works at the store. It's his, is it his son? Probably grandson. Maybe it, be, yeah. it's, it can't be his son, dude. Cause what? unless he had a kid at 72, Hey, he's throwing, yeah. <laughs> whatever but the fact that that son is now pretty much an accessory to murder right like the fact that he sold it without the dad's permission or grandpa's permission a lot of murders <laughs> so many many murders the fact that that this these stupid rules no light 
okay, bright lights, bright lights. That's that's always cute when he says it and you feel bad for him. Right. You're like, oh, dude, fucking turn the lights off. But sunlight will kill him. Sunlight will kill him. It seems very strange. Like, how did they evolve? And then second <laughs> thing, <laughs> uh, no water. So their biological, their biological systems, they need to eat, but they don't have to have water, which is interesting. Well, so there's like, what are the th- the things you need to live? Water. And what what is pretty much the essential <laughs> element in most here, things? Water. Here's here's my here's another big issue that I noticed that I never thought about until this watch. What's snow made out of? Water. And all these fucking gremlins are running across the snow. How come they aren't popping new gremlins out as they're just it's, running? It's only in the their snow? digestive system. The water disrupts them. No, no, no it's untrue. Not. Oh, that's right. The original yeah. water they got on Gizmo <laughs> they just was spilled, spilled on them. them. Yeah, exactly. Because of fucking oh, shit. Cor- that's right. It's on their bodies. Because Corey Feldman came and fucked shit up again, God like damn, he does. Corey Feldman. Well, I mean, a very young friend of. Uh, if we're gonna get, right. <laughs> why does he have a young friend, Corey Feldman? We haven't talked about this yet. If we're gonna, why is his best friend? <laughs> This guy, like ten, because <laughs> because obviously the, the hero he's working at a bank. He's not in school. Why is his best friend Corey Feldman who's in school, and why is he going back to the high school to talk to his old teacher and stuff like that? Well, like, why is he hanging out with Corey Feldman? I mean, it's not the first time Corey Feldman's been in a weird relationship <laughs> with an older fucking man. God damn! Did this movie <laughs> set Corey Feldman up for failure? I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> This is not the first time. Yeah. It's two weeks in a row we've talked about Corey Feldman on the pod. I know. And that's just like, was he like going home after this movie? Like, mom, yeah, I can go. I can go hang out with Michael Jackson. I was just in that movie. Remember my best friend was like, and he was out of high school yeah. too. Like that's, he was a bad actor that's just too. what happens. Uh. <laughs> um, yeah. So then the third rule, no, no food after midnight. Now I hang will on, say Hang this. on, hang on, hang oh. on. Before you do this, before you do this, can we go back to the last rule? Water. Because I just want to, I just want to bring up something that could be problematic for our for our uh, commercial which was for the uh, what was it called it was the peltzer's uh, perfect panty pet so the peltzer's <laughs> perfect panty pet i mean if you were gonna buy a peltzer perfect panty pet and you wanted to put it in your panties and you wanted it to do the things that it's supposedly gonna do fucker's gonna get wet right i mean you might have like 47 perfect perfect <laughs> perfect panty pets like in your pants by the time you're done right well, Am I wrong? It, I'm, I'm very confused. Well, I, it's not an actual gizmo. It's not a creature. It's a. It's a. I thought it was an a invention. It's, an invention. it's like a device. <laughs> oh, I thought we were talking about putting gizmo in people's pants. <laughs> <laughs> I literally thought that's what the commercial was for. I was pushing buttons with the remote control, dude. Did you even listen to the commercial? I was bro? so confused. <laughs> I literally thought I was like, I was like, oh, he's talking about putting gizmo in a girl's panties. Oh my. <laughs> And they put a little, they, they got a remote control yeah, for that. Yeah, it's like a yeah. shock sim, and he's like, oh, okay, i got to get to work here. Since when, does Giz- <laughs> Since when does Gizmo have a vibra slap? Was that not what you guys were talking about? I was thinking about all the Peltzer's so devices confused. are all little, like, things, like yeah. they're little it's inventions. A, it's, a, it's an invention. I get it now. <laughs> I literally did not get it earlier. Oh. Uh, well, the, and it, well, I guess in your defense, I at one point I did say this little gizmo. You literally did. Oh, that threw I you was, off. And it, it was furry. No, I didn't say anything about no, furry. No, if, if, if the woman I, I was, is if the woman is furry, it'll do the Brazilian. Right. Oh Jesus Christ! You, your your signals were all that crossed. shit was way over my head. <laughs> God damn. All right, but all right I, I, I do on. no, I do want to talk about the water as well. There's one last thing about the water is. If you can't, I, sorry, I do like his take though. If Gizmo was in her pants, <laughs> yes, getting getting wet would it be would a have problem. been terrible. It for would be yeah. very very problematic. It would be an issue. Yeah, you were going hard about like, oh, we're gonna get canceled. I was like, it's just a device. Like, yeah, I really was like, 
we're putting we're putting fucking gremlins and grilled panties now. This is, yeah, here we go. Here we go. All right. Scott's fucking starting us off hard here. Let's go. Oh man. Oh shit. Wow. I'm okay. glad we discussed it because I didn't get it at all. <laughs> That's great. That is that is outstanding. Uh, my my final statement on the uh, the water though is that. I know people who have like, I think it's like hamsters and gerbils and shit, and they like stink like motherfuckers or ferrets, I think are the ones that really, really stink. Yeah. If you can't wash this little dude, how bad does a, a, a mogwai smell after like a week? Maybe they're like a cat. Oh, Maybe they lick terror. themselves. They clean themselves. Another problem with putting in your pants. <laughs> Stinky <laughs> as fuck. All right. And but, then the but, third the yeah. third rule though. This so one I it, food after problem. midnight. And and I gotta say this. Right off the bat, Gremlins <laughs> 2 is is silly as fuck. It's it's the Looney Tunes version of Gremlins. And they they have some people he's trying to explain the rules to people like so they know. And they're like, wait a minute, you what if you're in a plane and you're going across time zone? Like, how does that work? <laughs> like, if it's after midnight, it's always after midnight somewhere. Like, what what, what does this mean? Does yep. they have like little GPS trackers that keep? Them, like, I mean, they don't mention that in Gremlins too, but it's the idea of like, well, how did these fuckers know when when midnight is wherever they're at? Right. That was my biggest question. It was like it makes zero it sense. Makes zero sense. Like, well, they're intermittent fasting. So you're not allowed to eat after midnight. But what what if like like I said, you go across some time zones and it's like now it's like ten o'clock instead of midnight. Does how do their little do they have well, little well, internal clocks that I know? Just, I well, just here's, wanted to make an intermittent. <laughs> well, here's, an, here's, a, here's another question. Here's another point about that. After midnight, one o'clock the next day. That's after midnight. Five o'clock the next day is still after midnight. Oh, the previous that's true. Midnight. And what about daylight Eight savings is, time? Is after the previous midnight. Well, then they they let it all hang out. <laughs> oh. You, oh you! God damn, I hate you. I had to do it for the musician there. But yeah, no, it's it's the after midnight rules is it's maybe weird. one of the dumbest things ever. And uh, yeah, they they the fact that they trick them into getting food, it's yeah, pretty brilliant. So though. like it's after midnight, but so what's the cutoff? Is it sunrise or is it like you know six a.m. or like when can you start feeding them again? There was something I wanted to ask Joe Dante that we didn't ask, which I, I completely forgot about, which is. Come back in here, Joe. Joe. Hey, real quick, Joe. How how smart are gremlins? Because at times they seem kind of smart. Some of them seem really smart. Like the one that's like the little poet in the back of the bar that's like chilling, like enjoying the jazz and stuff. <laughs> right. It's like a turtleneck. <laughs> he pulls out a gat and, and, and drops, or no, he, he hits him with a like a mallet or something. Mallet, yeah. Like it's just, are some of them smart, some of them dumb? How do they know like cigarettes and beer? Like, Well, gremlins too, don't they have one that like full on talks? Well, that's because he gets injected with some shit. Like oh, they okay. have, so they have. I haven't it, seen that in a long. In Gremlins time. too, they get all sorts of chemicals. One turns one into a girl. One turns into like a genius. And there one, is a girl gremlin. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So yeah, that, well, that gets really weird. Well, there's a cross dressing one, isn't this one? Isn't there? Isn't that one with like lipstick and a wig on? No, there's the ballerina one. That's like like got like a little like a is that in this movie? On. Or am I thinking about the other one? Is that gremlins too? It's like. It's full, full on, on like girl. lipstick and it's got like, like gremlin boobs. hair and okay. mini skirt and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, oh, and boobs. Yeah, it does have boobs. Yeah. So, gremlin so, boobs. So these gremlins are like Smurfs. They're all they're all dudes until Gargamel created Smurfette. If you know your Smurf lore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly like that, Scott. Yep. On your Smurf lore for sure. Gargamel. <laughs> and if you want to hear more about this, uh, Scotch is the uh, the the uh, he's the mod for the the, the Smurfs Reddit. Scott so. also has a podcast on Smurf lore. <laughs> if you'd like to check that out. But yeah, so the the whole uh, <laughs> I don't know how to transition after that. Gargamel created Smurf. 
<laughs> I but thought no, this is common knowledge. The, the intelligence though of, of gremlins is 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 interesting. Like how smart are they? Like like even Gizmo, he says some words. Like he can kind of speak right. some English. He's playing keyboards with them and stuff. Well, so the very like, very end. It's you know, yeah, he, yeah, he says bye. And actually, the subtitles, like at one point where he's like, let me out, let me out. Like, it oh. actually, on the subtitles, it said that when he was in like the laundry chute. Right. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in. in oh, I always forget that you're a fucking weirdo that watches shit with the fucking subtitles on. <laughs> Love it, man. Yeah. Love it. Gotta and, have those subtitles. And then the, uh, you know, the Chinese dude that picks him up at the end, like he's straight up talking with them. So, are they talking Mogwai? Are they talking? Is he, is, is he, does he know uh, Chinese? Chinese? So that's what I wasn't sure about. He's been with them longer, so he kind of he's picked up he knows their Chinese language. language. Yeah, or, or does the Chinese guy know Mogwai language? Or is he an Asian guy? <laughs> Mogwais are Asian. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, I don't even know what's going on now. Um, yeah. Hey, we you know what? We still have one more body bag, and it's just waiting to be filled. And it's an easy body bag. Every time that I watch a movie from the '80s, almost every single one. I just have to, I want a body bag myself because I just can't, I fucking have such a hard time enjoying them. I just can't get out of my, oh, the production value sucks or the fucking sound design sucks or the fucking visuals aren't as great as I want them to be or the lighting isn't great or the music sucks. And I wish I could get out of my own way when I watch movies like Gremlins, like I, I sit there and watch Gremlins and I'm like, Ugh, like, like, like it's going to be like this highfalutin fucking fair that I'm going to be like, Oh my God, it changed me. I loved it. You know what I mean? But <laughs> I can't allow myself to do that for some reason. And I got to figure out a way to do that because God damn, I think I would have enjoyed it more if I would have just, like I said, just got out of my own way a little bit and just let myself enjoy it. Yeah. The eighties the are kind of the heyday where when they're first starting to figure out like, Oh, people like to come to the theaters. Let's just start putting out movies. Yep. And they start just as if you can market it right, you're going to get people in the theater because nobody else has got shit to do. Um, and, and this is right. And this is actually kind of surprising. This is right in like the video game crash, like between like the, the, the Atari and television leading up to the Nintendo, like the 84 to 87 period is like video games aren't really like around and people are just like, fuck, we got to have, they're around. They're just terrible. They are terrible. And so like, let's, what are we going to do? We're going to go to movies. And it was a, you were going to see a movie like what, at least once every two, three weeks. But it was like an event. It was like a big deal. Like Scott said, your parents took you to go see Gremlins when you were 10. Like that's a big fucking deal. Even if Gremlins is a dog shit movie, you're still excited and you're going to be into it because it's a thing. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Yeah, because I was looking back recently, actually. I'm glad you brought that up because like I I rarely go to the movies now at all because you don't really need to anymore. And obviously I have a a giant, stupid big screen. So it's like, I'll stay home and watch it when it comes out, whatever. And when Scott says giant, stupid big screen, he means it. Yeah. (laughs) It's like a thousand inch. (laughs) Very nice. This is like the one like in a gym back in school. Like if they were going to like show a video in the gym, like they'd bring out that screen and like roll it down. It's like they had to fucking tape it to the ground and like like, get ready, boys. We're watching Romeo and Juliet's boobies. Here we go. <laughs> did, you, did you guys ever watch a, a movie in Reader Hall? Uh, oh fuck no. yeah, we watched Oedipus in there, dude. Another fuck, great yeah. one. We watched Oedipus in there too. <laughs> yeah. So you guys did the whole like same like uh, like like the series that we did because we watched Oedipus in there and it was just fucked up. Like that dude trying to fuck his mom, <laughs> carving out his own eyes and shit. Yeah, it was crazy. R- reminds me of the best joke ever in Mel Brooks's History of the World Part One when Gregory Hines he's walking down the street. And there's a guy, he's a, a blind guy, 
and he's got a stick and he's got a, a can. He's like, give to Oedipus, give to Oedipus. <laughs> and then fucking Gregory Hines walks right past him. He's like, all of a sudden, like, he knows he's there. He's like, hey, Bocephus. That's Gregory Hines' character. Hey, Bocephus. He's like, what's up, motherfucker? <laughs> 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 Amazing little joke ever. So great. like that motherfucker. But <laughs> so we were talking about movies. But recently, somebody posted like, you know, the best movies from whatever year. And like, so I kind of was curious about that year. And I started going through. I was like, I saw that in the theater. I saw that right. in the theater. I saw that in the theater. And it's like, because man. every month there was like a couple of movies that yeah. were like must see movies, and you had totally. to go see them. Yeah, Did and it guys- was like. Three dollars or something crazy, right. like five dollars. You know what I mean? I remember they had the theater in Modesto that was one dollar, but the movie had come out like a couple months before. Uh, over by the, it, it's like a Dick Sporting Goods now or something like that. But it used to be a movie theater over by the mall, and they would have. Oh yeah, that was where you could get the cheaper movies. Yeah, yeah dude, it was like Jurassic Park came out here, but like five months later, you could go see it for a dollar. Yeah, that was, was that was fucking great. That was some good shit over there. Um, did you guys know that James Cameron, I mean, he's got so much money that if you don't go watch Avatar 2 in the theater, that he will come to your house and kick you in the nuts. <laughs> Straight up like Jay and Silent Bob from Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back at the end. <laughs> like He's got that money where he's just like, if you don't go see that in the theater, I will fuck you up and your family. Like he's, he's pissed off. At the risk of Nate's wrath. I, re- I still remember walking out of the first Avatars in 3D and just being like, that shit was awesome dude he and brought it, back the, he's like no movies done well in 3d he's like they all gave it up a long time he's like mm-hmm. fuck it i'm bringing it back i don't give a fuck the story i don't care it was fern gully fucking in 3d right. but my god it was so cool visually Qu- question are you gonna see this one in the theater <sighs> so i've, so <laughs> I've so asked drawn myself to that it. question I'm, I'm trying i'm like the moth to the light i'm just like no don't go towards the light don't i kind of want to though light. right i, I kind of want, want to because i want my kids to have that experience my kids were too young to go see avatar in the theater i want to I I I put on but my oh, i will say this when the 3d movies were kind of happening my kids did not like them they did not like the whole 3d like i actually enjoyed it i was one of those people that didn't bother me at all like i actually kind of thought it like added some depth and stuff but my I kids took my were, wife one time. I remember I took her to go see Valentine's Day 3D, and it was like a horror crazy movie, horror movie, yeah, in 3D. And uh, yeah, it wasn't good, but the fucking 3D was cool. It was like it was something. You know what I mean? It was a thing. Yeah, it's a. I don't know. Yeah, bring it, bring it back, James. I, I like it for like about. 30 minutes and then my like kind of get a headache and just kind of does it because yeah. Pixar, Pixar didn't movies, do that to me Pixar movies it adds like and I think it's gonna that's why it works for Avatar too it's like when it's an animated movie uh-huh. it adds the depth yep. that just is like beautiful and they can do it perfectly I mean right. the camera is gonna just it's gonna have whatever depth it has but with when it's animated they can just they can just create that depth with they the sure computers. went away from it though right I mean it does not really so just, it anymore. wasn't nobody was, was going to see them there was something and I'm not sure I can't remember what it was it was like a Star Wars or a Marvel or something like a regular movie not like yeah. straight up animation or whatever it was 3d and I remember it was during the the winter time because I was wearing like a sweatshirt and I go in there, I sit down, and I put my glasses on. I'm watching this movie, and it was cool as shit, and I was loving it. All of a sudden, I start getting really, really hot because now I'm inside. I still got my sweatshirt on. I never took it off. And I started getting hot. All of a sudden, my fucking 3D glasses fogged up. <laughs> and I'm trying to clean them, 
and I like I, you can't get them clean. Do, do you wear sweatshirts with nothing underneath? So like you couldn't take your sweatshirt off? I no, at that point I did, but I'd already heated up and, and fogged up the glasses. I thought you kept your sweatshirt on no. and it was like, fuck, I'm steaming. But I wasn't thinking about it. Also, they started steaming up. I was like, oh shit, I'm getting hot. And I took them off, took my sweatshirt off, but they were already fogged up. I tried cleaning them and I couldn't get them clean because like they're just like little cheap little yeah, shitty it's glasses. It's not like glass. It's right. like it's like a little film. And they're fucked up for the rest of the movie. And so I'm like kind of watching Squinny through this whole thing and it's just a big mess. That's not fun. And it wasn't fun at all. I body bag that too. Body Fuck bag. That. Yeah. All right, we ready for our next category, folks? Yeah. I say we keep discussing 3D movies. Why not? Here we go. Crackle, Pluto, HBO, Bananame on Crunchyroll, Peacock, Hulu, Disney, Netflix, Doobie, Slick TV, Shudam, Shudabubo. What the fuck is Boobo? I'm sure it'll cause a sensation. It's a streaming recommendation. Hey, folks, you know what that little jingle means? It's time for a streaming recommendation. What are we going to recommend for folks to watch after checking out the classic Christmas film Gremlins. I got I got to say I um, and I almost did it which is hilarious. Um we when we were talking about uh, uh on the Krampus pod Krampus Krampus <laughs> on the real drunks we Goonies came up oh I just did it. Gremlins came up about three different times because we were kind of comparing it to to Krampus and mm-hmm. I kept saying Goonies I don't know what about the fact that they're both mid '80s G, PG movies, motherfuck- kids movies. Motherfucker's about to steal my streaming wreck too. And they both suck. And you're like these. Are, are you fucking- really gonna recommend Goonies? I have it written down right here. Oh fuck, that's hilarious because yeah. I say this movie I, feels like Goonies. Three different times I tried to say Gremlins and I said Goonies and I was like, God, I cannot get this out yeah. of my head. And I just about did it when I just said after the stream recommendation, I almost said Goonies. Yeah, because I, I instantly did it too. And the thing is, Chris Chris Columbus wrote the screenplay for both. Yeah, and so yeah, so Goonies was he wrote that based on a story by Steven Spielberg who produced this. Corey Feldman in both. And Corey Feldman was in both. These are the notes I have written down here. <laughs> and the other thing is written that if you watch want to watch Goonies, it's on HBO Max or The Cock. Dude. Yeah. My, just, that's a little weird brain vibe here. Because I know. But I, I, because it's weird because you're sitting there and it just has the same vibe, the same feel. And I, and I, and I, did, I don't even know why. I wasn't even thinking about it until I was like, man, why do I think about the Goonies? And I looked at it because the only thing I thought of was Spielberg. I thought that was the only tie. And then yeah. Fel- and Feldman, I kind of popped that popped in my brain. Then when I saw that Chris Columbus was involved in both, I was like, dude, that's crazy. I'll throw one more on you. You uh-huh. guys are the, vibing. The kid at the very beginning, who's the little shopkeeper's whatever son or, or grandson or whatever, he's got the little Yankees hat, just like Short Round. Totally. And Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom, who also plays Data. Data, yep. Did you also catch, we didn't talk about this earlier, but... Who also is in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Which I haven't yes, seen sir. yet. Oh, it's oh. great. Just watch it with all my all my kids. They all loved it. Oh, I, t- I, I watched it with my son in the theater, and we went back like a few days later, and I took my wife and, and my daughter, uh-huh. and we went and watched it again. Um, I was just, sorry, the Spielberg thing, um, the little Easter egg I, I always like in, in uh, Gremlins, the Indiana Jones Easter egg. Oh, yes. On the billboard, the the DJ, he's all dressed as Indiana Jones or whatever. So. And then the, the, the movie theater has two different, it says uh, uh, Look to the Sky, I think is one, and the other one's like A, a Boy's Life. Those were the working titles for uh, uh, E.T. and for Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Oh, I didn't catch that. Was look to the sky? I think it was look to the sky or something like that. It was, and they were going to no, watch the skies. That's what it was. Watch and they the were skies. Call it boys' life for ET. No, it's when, when they send uh, uh, the, the when they used to send the films 
out to the theaters, they would put a working title on it to make sure that like nobody tries to steal it and like like oh look what I got I got a fucking copy of this ET that's coming out like they would uh, put a weird okay. title on it so that when it goes out it just kind of goes through and nobody knows what the movie is and then it shows up and it's like no this is actually fucking ET like hmm. little secrets gotcha inside movies with Brad <laughs> I know look at that shit um, Zach what do you got <laughs> yeah since we we already got Goonies yeah we just dropped said, Goonies on everything oh, I will say this I, I, I will say I want my final thought on that is that I do not think they're similar at all. No, they're not. <laughs> it's just the matter of Gremlins, Goonies. I don't know why both in an S. They start with G, and and that's I think my little dysfunctional well, brain just messes it up. But again, my brain went there too, which it just doesn't make any sense. But it, <laughs> but now that we mentioned, there's a lot of little totally little ties in. That's crazy. So earlier, I I body bagged myself because I can't allow myself to enjoy these movies. But there is one. 80s fantasy movie that I just can't get enough of and we've talked about it numerous times we did on basement tapes and we're going Willow I know it it's one of my favorites of all time I still haven't watched any of the uh, series that came out on Disney Plus yet but I'm pretty sure you can go watch Willow on there um, fuck the practical effects are amazing it's scary it's fun it's good go need, check it out I need to give it another watch oh it's so fucking yeah, great it, I mean I haven't seen it since high my school dad's classroom. since dad's classroom <laughs> <laughs> Willow, you idiot. <laughs> yep. Oh, dude, that 100%. was a great fucking... Uh, uh, well, trust uh, me, my dad probably said that like 17 oh, times a week. Your dad was, yeah, in that voice, he had a great <laughs> really? impression as well. Oh, yeah. He, That's I, one of his favorite lines ever. Yeah. Sherlindria, bro. That was her name. Yeah. Oh, oh man. man. She Good was only stuff. a goat for a little while, too. Mm. Oh, she was a lot of things. <laughs> she was. And she Matt was Morgan like a raven. was Matt Morgan. He's all pissed off. <laughs> he's all pissed off the entire time while he's trying, like while he's trying to cast a spell. And then she says at one point, she's like, "Well, she's the girl." She's like, "I'm a beautiful girl." I'm a he's beautiful like, woman. Concentrate, Willow. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. all <laughs> 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 All right. So my uh, stream, stream recommendation. <laughs> oh, you're cracking me up. Uh, my actually one of them we mentioned already too is is the uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Um, the fact that it was the other movie that that created the PG thirteen rating. Um, I remember watching it as a little kid and just being like, God damn, this movie's intense. It's uh, so good. Hearts getting ripped out, eating snakes and monkey brains and all sorts of wacky stuff. Uh, when they cut the open, I think the one that really like tripped me out was when they cut open the snake and like all the little like snakes start slithering out. And, just, blah, 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 and the, there's up. one dude that's just going to work, like grabbing as many as he can and just like just popping them in his mouth. <laughs> He's so gross. Um, and then so that's on Paramount uh, and Showtime. And I think you have to, uh, well, no, it's so Paramount. If you got Paramount, you can watch that for free. And then the second one, Gremlins 2, the new batch. If you've never given Gremlins 2 the chance, it is silly. It's It's got all sorts of like parody type things. It's parodying uh, sequel movies. It's parodying the Gremlins at times. It just goes way over the board with like the Looney Tunes stuff. It's got this parody of Donald Trump. Um, the guy's name, I forgot what his name is, but it sound, it kind of rhymes with Donald Trump. Like the, he owns this big building that's like the- Ronald Rump? I think it, I think there's a Donald Trump for something like that. I don't know. But it's uh, it, it's kind of like that. And it's it's goofy. It's weird. It's got a lot of funny little inside jokes. Uh, they did one of my favorite things ever. They took the 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 movie. There's a part where like it's like a breaks the fourth wall. The, the movie screen like stops. And then it's like if you were in the theater, like it looks like you're in the theater, like with the people and and the, the gremlins are fucking up the camera and like fucking up the reels. And then Hulk Hogan puts a stop to it. What? But then when it came out on VHS, since you're not in the theater, 
they made it like your VCR was screwing up. The tracking starts screwing up, and then all of a sudden it's playing like this Western movie. And then they had like a John Wayne impersonator being like, hey, partner, you better put this movie back on. So they had two different versions. It was like a very cool thing to do that they actually like had little inside jokes. If you're in the theater, you sounds saw like one fucking way. Looney Tunes. Didn't that guy do Looney Tunes, too? That's Joe what it Dante, sounds like. Yeah, yeah. He, he definitely had the, the, the Warner Brothers Looney Tunes vibe. And, and it's very cool. I remember I saw Gremlins 2 in the theater. And I just I always remember not liking it, and I've never watched it, it since. Bombed. It like, bombed, like big time. They they got double the budget, I think, and or like even like might even be more than double the budget, and they uh, they just it, it fucked up. I think it's funny they gave Joe Dante creative control again, just to go wild, and uh, they gave him a lot of money, and he did his own thing, and people hated it. Yeah, I remember hating it as a kid. Give it a chance. Okay. I mean, so you're like, saying it's it's worth a watch. You're I also it. I also said I love the Looney Tunes esque part of the of, of Gremlins. If you didn't like the whole bar scene, and you're not into that part of the movie, then you may not love pass. it. <laughs> <laughs> then maybe pass. But you also get uh, you also get Gizmo in his full Rambo gear, which is pretty awesome. That is pretty sweet. Yeah. All right. I think we're gonna keep on moving through this podcast. Next category. No jet watch for Maverick, Mexico on that goose stick. Iceberg list Titanic, Leo's drawing that nude shit. Jim fucks Nadia like we all thought he should. Ricky and Doughboy get the fuck out the hood. Luke hooks up with Leia just like he's intending. It's time for a reshelf and alternate endings. So wait. So it says no jet wash for Maverick. Meg, Meg's Meg still Ryan. on that goose stick. Meg Ryan's still on that goose stick. Okay, goose, I just I, I figured it out the other day in the car because I didn't know what the lyric was for the longest time. But the other day I was listening and I was like, I was like, oh, he's talking about Meg Ryan. Yeah, Meg, I, I, yeah. I'm I'm interspersing character names with actual actors' right. names. Yeah. yeah, so that's that's the, yeah, it's it's kind of a, a, a quick line, and if you if you don't know what it says, then it's probably hard to understand. But well, I'm glad you, you clarified that. So, I know. I just know, want people to know a little bit of Bev's behind the scenes on that. I mean. We were kind of here just kind of laying down a bunch of these. We did a few that night and kind of throwing down parts. And then, like, Zach, he's been pretty insistent. He's like, dude, I want Brad to rap. He's got to rap. He's got to do what he's No, rap. and the reason for that is because Brad has played me some of his rap songs. Right. Okay, let's not say rap songs. <laughs> you played them for me in the car. We went to the uh, we went to the Giants game, and on the way back, we listened to some jokes. Brad raps. All of them have been jokes. One was a, a, a fantasy football joke rap. The other one was for a, a colleague. We had a joke rap about him. Like, I mean, I've got – all of them have been, like, being silly. So, but <laughs> – it's not like I'm trying to like put down some rhymes. No, he's like, got hey, he's, check out my SoundCloud. He's got mixtapes on SoundCloud, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it was great because we're we're sitting here working on some stuff and like we we're tracking some other things. And Brad's just over sitting over at the bar, just kind of scribbling down on, yeah. on this piece of paper. And he, he was like Marshall Mathers, yeah. just fucking laying it down. <laughs> Dude, it, was, it was like Eight Mile in in the cantina. <laughs> It was fucking great. So I, I will say I threw the. I, it just it was like those those lyrics started kind of flowing together, and Dude, I was like, okay, you, look, you hustled, you flowed. <laughs> we go. You're like Nas, bro. All you need is one mic. Come on, son. I don't know if I did one take. It might have been a few takes. <laughs> Who knows? Um, yeah. So we we're on reshelf uh, alternate endings, and I will say this: I don't. I didn't pay attention what the final f- song was in the movie. Did anybody see? Well, it was it was the kind of the thing, kind of like a little Christmas gremlins. Like, gremlins it, thing? it was like the Gremlins theme, kind of. Yeah. So they didn't have actual like a song. It was based on, like kind of soundtrack music type thing. 
um, which is you know cool. I guess the only song that it could that it could really be if you're gonna if you're gonna do it is that Eve Six song where he talks about putting his heart in a blender. Oh. I wanna put my hand hard in a blender. Just get around in beautiful. Oblivion. Yeah, dude, I'm in. I'm in. We, we're gonna. I think we. I think Was we throw Monday that one on. Monday, I'm through with Rond- you. Rendezvous. Rendezvous. <laughs> Rendezvous. When I'm through with you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we played that song a bunch of times. You really? And you, you guys bro- covered that? Your brother's band. Yeah, dude. You know? He's a great follow on Twitter. The the lead singer. I can't remember his name right now. But if you if you follow him on Twitter, he's fucking a wild guy. Scotch, did you have a, a final song? I no? didn't. Okay, well, yeah, I, that's that's good. That's a good call out. I like that. Heart in a blender. Heart in a blender. <laughs> um, Alternate endings, reshelves. I I have one. If okay. anybody else has got something, you want me to start? Go, go ahead. Start go. It up. go All right. Ahead. So mine is, and it, it's related to something we we spent some time talking about, which is you got to work the dead dad in the chimney story into the, into the story somehow. It can't make it make sense. It cannot just be like a a standalone story that just has no meaning to the whole movie. So like, like maybe there's some mysterious bones in the chimney with him and he, he must've been fighting a gremlin and like fell in like, like, Oh yeah, there was some mysterious bones in there. Like we didn't know what it was and nobody could give us any like word of like what this actually was. Something more heroic than just the shitty story she tells in the movie. Like, come on, he was fighting a gremlin and somehow fell in. Like, there was like this mystery about how he died. So, and then, so she's encountered the gremlins before, kind of. Type well, that's why that, it makes that sense. now she's like, it's clicking for her. Like, right? Oh shit, these motherfuckers like killed my they dad. Killed and now my she's dad. got this yes. like vengeance. Like, she wants to like yeah. actually Let's like go that. fuck these guys up. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, because obviously the story doesn't make any sense at all. And like giving her proper motivation, and then show her actually go and actually kill some fucking gremlins yeah like yeah. she's like oh fuck these guys i'm yeah. I'm, I'm getting some revenge so. i think th- i think the cool ending would be like if at some point they get super wet like you got to figure out a way to get them super wet like the fucking like have, the, have snow everywhere or or the yeah exactly <laughs> exactly if if the water doesn't make them multiply as long as it's a certain temperature, but uh, like maybe like the the fire give, give, give the fire sprinklers like the yeah exactly like the fire sprinklers come on and just soak everybody and then the end of the movie is just they're just overrun by like billions and billions of, of uh, you want the dark ending yeah well not even a dark ending it's just it would be a silly ending because there'd be so many of them and they'd all be doing like a different fucking Jack Nicholson character or whatever they're fucking doing. <laughs> you know what I mean so there'd be eight gremlins <laughs> yeah. Those would be the good ones. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't really have an alternate ending for now. Like at this age of this watch, but I know for a fact that ten-year-old me wanted that mean old Chinese dude to turn around and change his mind and bring back Gizmo. Because I remember yeah, sitting, he takes him, dude, sitting in the theater going, "What he's." Gizmo's got, he's got to get him. He's going to take he's, Gizmo. He's took, he, I remember. I remember that was the part of the movie that fucked me up the most as a kid. I was like. Well, he, no, okay, he, he's going to take him. He's going to change his mind, right? 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 Because <laughs> Gizmo was so sad. He said, goodbye, Billy, and everything like that. Um, and he says, hey, one day you might be ready for him. Right. And so the whole time I was thinking, okay, he's, okay, he's going to change his mind. And I was just sitting there, and the credits <laughs> roll, and I'm probably tears are on my eye. But I'm glad because... <laughs> You cried at the end of Gizmo or at the end hey, of Gremlins. Gizmo got hey. stolen from his his. I don't mean that as a, like mate. a derogatory like Did way. I, I mean that as like a super respectful like I love you because you cried, dude. Do you want to cry on my shoulder next time you watch? Dude, I held one of Scott's cats for like two minutes one time. He was like, "What the fuck? Are you gonna take my cat?" He started crying. <laughs> it's terrible. Look, <laughs> Scott's looking at me so bad right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I'm glad. <laughs> look, look, I'm glad now seeing that the Chinese dude followed through with the punishment because that's something that a lot of parents don't do now. Consequences. Right? There's consequences. He Ugh. fucked up. He didn't follow the rules and he, and he followed through with the punishment. It's like, no, I'm taking your gizmo and you can fuck right off because you killed half the town. By being an idiot. And and deleted scene when he goes out to his truck, like the fucking his his little grandson's body is in the back of the truck. He's dead. (laughs) (laughs) They take discipline serious in Asia Town. (laughs) 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 Oh my god. Uh, I will say though, in in spoiler alert, if you're gonna watch Gremlins 2, spoiler alert. (laughs) But that's the first time in the history of anything that anybody's spoiler alert. I know Gremlins 2. <laughs> if you does. haven't seen Gremlins 2 yet. So the old man dies still having control of Gizmo, and Gizmo gets put in a lab, oh. and then he finds out about it, and so he has to try to like get back Gizmo with Phoebe Cates. So Short round good. us? No, no, no. The, well, no. There's so, so it's, it's the main star again, right? Oh, yeah. Billy, Billy, Zach, Billy, Zach Gallagher yeah. or whatever. Billy, Fucking Billy's terrible. He he has to go save Gizmo from a lab, like where they're doing experiments and tests and shit. So this he shit. never got him back. So he didn't earn him back. They're like, we need someone to save Gizmo. Is there anyone with zero emotion <laughs> or acting ability? Anyone at all? I was gonna say they they should have had it in a like an acting studio. And Billy's like, I'll do it. <laughs> Gizmo's like, Billy, they hurt me. And he's like. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Is there anybody well versed in mouth breathing? Why is your mouth open? <laughs> Here comes the gizmo. Oh Jesus, that's so good. We got you guys didn't know we brought Howie Mandel. We're just we're not, we're not, we didn't bring him up, but he's just sitting over there on his mic. It's awesome. What do we, what do we, uh, it's Christmas. Wait, nobody else. Got, okay. We're all done here. I'm done. I'm, done. I'm, I'm done. I'm done as well with this movie, but it was, it's a fun watch folks. It's a classic. It's an eighties classic. If you can, if you can handle an eighties movie, that's got a lot of flaws and a lot of stupidity. Now it's still got but, some heart, but as you know, as, as, as parents with kids, you know, so if, say if you got kids like throw that spoiler it, out it, there, it, throw the spoiler out for sure. But do you guys think that this is a fun movie to watch with your kids? Like hundred percent. And what, what age range is, is good for it? Eight to 12, eight to 12. That's about right. Cause yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not so scary and it's, 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 we, we, and in fact, we actually were talking about this is that like both Krampus and gremlins are like the great nice little gateways into like if you if your kids like this maybe they're ready for like a horror movie kind of yes. like kind of like I always think demolition man's like you're if you're ready for a demolition man you're ready for like R-rated action movies like that's kind of like a good little stepping stone and I think gremlins does that that job of if they get freaked out okay they're not ready for the the anything further than that and but. 12 might be a little old I mean I don't know Brenna you think Brenna would be into gremlins we watched it last year she was 11 my son was uh 15 and it was like they thought oh it's a movie yeah because my my 10 year old really liked it and my 12 year old was kind of like eh, he liked it but he was kind of like it just didn't grab him you well know? that was he my that was my next my, my next question was like you know kids nowadays are different than a 12 year old when i was 100 percent because like they've seen end game from you know avengers and, and shit like that oh, yeah. they've seen movies and like they're like oh those are puppets and the claymation yeah. this is stupid my kids have watched all the Harry Potter movies. They watch right. all the Star Wars movies. They watch. It's like there's so many things they've seen, and then they watch Gremlins. Like, like, oh, is that just our Furby that we used to have? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's less creepy. They, they Somehow just, less they creepy. Just have than a, our they Furby. just have a, a Furby acting. That's kind of stupid. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, all right, it was well, fun. I enjoyed. I enjoyed watching it again. I'm glad I watched it again. And uh, yeah, you know, 
it's uh doesn't really stack up, but it was still fun. I enjoyed it. Hey, if you think your kids are old enough to get fucking Santa Claus spoiled for them and and let them know that Santa Claus is a good way real, to do it, just watch this movie. Yeah. Yeah. And if if even better, if you really want your kids to get Santa Claus spoiled, watch our movie that we're gonna do next week, which is Four Christmases. 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 Four Christmases. One of my favorite Christmas movies that I only discovered two years ago when our co-host Nate was like, have you ever seen Four Christmases? And I was like, no, I've never even heard of it. And we watched it. I fucking loved it. And we're going to talk about it at length next week. So come back. See us, guys. We love you all. Bye-bye. Start